Okay, everybody, it's Michael E. Cullen II. And I'm Sesame Encarta from the All Too Real 2 podcast. We're passionate about movies, TV, and pretty much all things pop culture. Dive into the chaos of failed sitcoms, direct-to-video sequels, and the quirky realms of cinema and TV. Join us every Thursday for your dose of All Too Real 2 entertainment. We'll guide you through debates like whether Howard the Duck qualifies as a superhero. Ponder if Larry the Cable Guy could be the new rock or Schwarzenegger. Discover if some shows and movies should have stayed in the cutting room. Ever heard of a sitcom featuring that dictator with the funny mustache? Well, we watched it. We're dedicated to unraveling the peculiarities of pop culture, sometimes with awesome guests. So, if you're into the eccentric world of pop culture, listen and subscribe to All Too Real 2. Available wherever you find podcasts and on Age of Radio. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what is up? Hello. Uh, Not a lot. How are you? I'm doing all right. I always feel like I say Slex, so I try to to (laughs) pause in between the two, but... Um, my name is Lex. If you guys have thought my name is Slex this whole time, it's it's not. <laughs> I thought it was Slex this whole time. You ruined it the is. illusion. It actually is. That is my name. I'm trying to be undercover. Thanks for ruining it. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And welcome <clears throat> back, Simon. Yeah, it's been a week. Uh, it's been, it's been one seven whole week. days, man. Yeah. Jeez. How's your day? How's your How's your day today, man? Uh, like I was telling you earlier, I was like effing Santa Claus out there handing out, doling out toys, dealing toys, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, you're the toy dealer. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine I sent you a gif in our Discord earlier with just like a guy sitting on the bench and passing over <laughs> something to another guy. <laughs> just you just riding around town in like a trench coat with all these toys inside of it. <laughs> yeah, it's real bulky. <laughs> <laughs> That'd um, be great, man. Yeah, it's always funny. So I brought some to Dr. George, which is funny because I, I, he said he was going to be at the Plex. And then so I'm like, hey, I'm outside <laughs> to drive from his house to the Plex because he wasn't there. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. But anyway, after that, I went to our friend who we always talk about with the, the hot toys and stuff. He wanted me to get him uh, the new Batman figure and the Bat bike. And so I walk in and I always feel like a nerd because I'm only go to his tattoo shop to like give him stuff that he he's like, hey, if you see this around, grab it for me, whatever. So so you're always walking in the toys. Right. Either I've made a trade with him or I'm selling him something I have or whatever, or I've brought him something. But yeah, anyway, I walk in, there's all these Air Force bros and like all these tattooed people. tattoo folks like the tattooers are pretty nerdy but still and here yeah, i am with like toy, man. My, my boxes of toys so uh but they're all nerds up there so i don't feel so excluded like that whole place is filled with action figures yeah i was gonna uh, say he has like a he has curio cabinets full of hot toys right i think it'd be okay he doesn't yeah he doesn't have as many hot toys there but he does mm. have a bunch of shit and uh a and everybody else says too. He he has the room that he shares. The tattoo artist that's in there has a lot of graded Hulk comics and a lot of mm. uh, 
Hulk figures and stuff. So I ha- I haven't been in that place since I think they unless it's a different place, but I haven't been in there since I think they first moved in there. I think they've just been at that one place. Like they opened it uh, right there in the corner. And <clears throat> he asks about you all the time. Every time I yeah, go see I, him. I, when they first moved into that place, I, I went up there. They didn't have as much, obviously, just as time progresses mm-hmm. to get more stuff. But uh, I need to go in there next time I'm in town. I was in town last week, but Simon was at jury duty all week and, <laughs> or all, all day. And I didn't get to see him. Yeah, jury duty. Jury duty was one of the weirdest experiences I've ever had. I've never had it before. And I was in there for two days and we got, so basically, um, you know, you get pulled in, there's like 36 of you, you get pulled up into a room and they're they're like, okay, we're going to go down to the courthouse and then we'll, you know, you're going to talk to the judge a little bit, you talk to the attorneys Mm -hmm. a little bit, and then they'll kind of select from there. So we all go down there and I'm thinking either I'm not going to get selected or it won't be a big deal. And they start asking questions and I don't, you know, don't really raise my hand. That's so he says, has anybody ever sold anything used online? And I was like, I have like, well, do you think that would affect your judgment? I was like, no, I mean, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Anyway, 36 of us, I get, I get chosen. We go out in the hallway. There's a little bit of talking. They call names. Mine is one of those names of eight. <laughs> and I'm like, well, shit, hoping that we're just going to go in and they're going to ask a few questions. No, the trial just starts. I felt like a hostage. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. I didn't have so, my, I couldn't have tell a my, chance to call anybody. No. Yeah. I couldn't call Nicole. I couldn't call my boss. I mean, she knew I had jury duty, but I couldn't be like, Hey, I got selected. Yeah, um, and it wasn't like uh, I know you guys had lunch, and that's the first time we talked. But you weren't done until like night. <laughs> yeah, we didn't night. get done until six thirty or seven o'clock that night. Yeah, that judge don't play. That's crazy. So that was yeah, weird. That's crazy. And I was so bored. I had nothing to do. My kids were gone, and I was just so bored in town. <laughs> I had nothing to do. Uh, my wife went to eat with her sister. And so I legitimately was just like on my own in a town that I grew up in. It's not like I was in a, a abandoned place and I had no idea where I was. I went to all the usual spots, started spending money on things I didn't need. And then, so I just sure. did what any responsible guy would do. And so I just started drinking <laughs> and my wife met me and then we, just, <laughs> we met up with some friends after that. Um, but then I went to sleep relatively early again, like an old man. And that was my adventure back home. I didn't even get to see my co-host with the most host. I know. And it was disappointing. Yeah. <sighs> but there's always next time, man. Yeah. I say time once every blue moon balls in yeah. your court. Next time you have to come down to Austin. Yeah. It was like, that's a, that's a month though. Every blue moon. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'll come down every month. Maybe. I we were gonna <laughs> someone was gonna come down here to go to Austin Comic Con, but I won't be uh, in town for that. I'll I'll be I'll be out of the state whenever that comes around. So we'll have to meet up for the Dallas Fan Expo, which that'll be exciting. Yeah. 
we have some friends in Dallas. Simon and I tend to get into a lot of fun situations there. Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanigans, yeah. yeah. So that'll be that'll be exciting. Um, but yeah, that'll, that's coming up in a few months. What else you got going on? Really, that's it. I've been trying to take it kind of easy. This week was after jury duty and everything. This week was really hard to like get right. And after the time bet, change, like, like the time change last week where we're record, we record late and it was like two o'clock and it's like, Hey, well, at least I'm not like drunk at two o'clock. It's just two yeah. o'clock. I can go to bed, whatever. Cause we've talked until three or four. And yeah, uh, me last week, man, I was, yeah. I was hurting <laughs> last Sunday. <laughs> I looked at my clock. I'm like, cool. Two o'clock. I look at it one second later. It's three o'clock. I was like, what happened? Same. Oh. I because uh, I usually try to organize everything pretty to make it pretty easy for myself. You know, whenever I go to edit or just things that I need to do the next day. And we got done talking at two, and I was like, "It's perfect," so I can go to sleep, and then I can, um, you know, get up and drive home. Well, I'm in that meantime. It's like two fifteen, I think. <laughs> I look up at the clock, and it's like. 3 30 almost four o'clock and i'm mm-hmm. i just start freaking out and then i can't go to sleep because i'm freaking out about it and uh the next day was rough yeah i still had to i still had to wake up early yeah it was great man it was great being old and like recording late and all of it all of it comes together and it's just the perfect storm being old yeah speaking of being old man let's talk about some trending topics let's do it First up on up on remember we only do the top five things that we po- that we've seen and maybe have caught our eye. We're gonna start things off with Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria, the, the one that makes all those stupid faces. The boobly babe. Yeah, she's always naked. Has reportedly joined the cast of the Madam Web spin-off movie. I still can't believe this movie's happening, but Dakota Johnson, I think that's her name. From Fifty Shades, mm, mm-hmm. she's going to be playing Madam Web. So this movie has a lot of pretty ladies, <laughs> a lot of pretty ladies. I still and don't some, I still some don't talent, but I'm, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be great. People have been speculating that she's going to play Black Cat. Some people say mm. uh, a multiverse version variant of Gwen Stacy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she has the range to play and like an actiony character like black cat i don't really see it because i don't know in euphoria she's just kind of she's got i don't know uh, some range in euphoria but in everything else i've seen her in and like white lotus she was mm-hmm. just an asshole teenager <laughs> you know so yeah i don't know i don't know she's not as charming as i um, I imagine Black Cat is. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy is a little bit more dull. I'm not saying Sydney Sweeney's <laughs> dull. I'm just saying every time I think about Sydney Sweeney, I think about that episode of Euphoria where she's drunk and they're carrying her <laughs> up the stairs and she's like ugly crying. Uh huh. I'm just like, I don't see it, man. She's good at the ugly crying. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even it. know what she's talking about. Yeah. I, I don't see it. We'll see though. You have any any thoughts about that? Do you are you a city Sweeney fan? 
Honestly, no. I mean, she's uh, pretty, and I think that mm-hmm. she's a pretty good actor. I don't have any problem with her yeah. acting, but I agree with you. I mean, it'll be nice to see her in a tight costume, possibly. But possibly. <laughs> the mis- mystery's gone, man. Seen her naked so That's much. true. It's... Multiple times. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, could, you don't have to. You could just... Never mind. I was going to say a bunch of bad things, but uh, she does have a. She has a superhero name, though, that alliteration. Yeah, maybe she's playing Sydney Sweeney, a new character. Yeah. Peter Parker's <laughs> cousin. <laughs> Speaking of Peter Parker's cousin, Madam Web will reportedly be, and this is from Sony, they're people that don't know anything about superhero universes or anything like that, but Madam Web will reportedly be Sony's version of Doctor Strange in the upcoming Spider-Man spinoff. Because, why not? Because they have to latch on to someone else's success. That's why they yeah. say that. Because Doctor Strange is coming out and Yeah, Doctor Strange. Out too. Right. Doctor Strange did all this weird shit. So yeah, hey, you know, hey, you remember those movies? We're we're gonna do that yeah. too. It's gonna be good. Why not? Yeah, they they use magic, right? What's the what's the other magic user? Doctor Yeah, well it, she's just like Doctor Strange. Yeah. Have you ever seen Doctor Strange? No, I haven't. <laughs> Her thing is a little different right she I, i'm a little confused by her whole deal i don't really remember that but anytime i saw madam web or read madam web in the comic books i would just skim past it because um her character's boring she does have a pretty tight costume too though maybe maybe sydney sweeney will be uh a... <laughs> she's like 90 years old <laughs> hey man she keeps it tight <laughs> 90 year olds do love too from the spider-man animated series i remember she was connected to like the web of destiny or whatever they called mm-hmm. it. And so she knew yeah. like these future stories of Spider-Man, the, all these alternate, you know, um, Spider-Man. She was the first, the Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse, uh, creator. And yeah. the greatest crossover in comic book history with the stupid silver armor, Spider-Man, the best, the best. The best one out of that group was the Doc Ock Spider Man. Did did that one? And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the octopus <laughs> belt. Yeah, didn't uh, Cyborg Spider Man appear in that as well? Mm-hmm. Or maybe no, no. The toy came out. The toy came out, but I didn't realize that it was a comic. And I remember thinking yeah. that this was like they got it wrong. That's not what Doc Ock Spider Man supposed to look like. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. He, that was from like an Eric Larson book where I don't remember. I remember how crazy it looked. He he messes himself up and Death Death Lock gives him a robot arm. Dumb. Dumb. Yeah, and the eye patch. I never understood the eye patch thing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the cyborg it kind of makes sense, right? If you have a broken yeah, the arm. The cyborg arm is huge. It's like Cable's arm. Right. Spider-Man. I didn't say it was good. I just said it makes more sense than like a weird eye patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of his mask. I liked his yellow belt though. Yeah, on top of his mask. Like yeah. tied with a piece of string. <laughs> oh man, comic books are great. Uh speaking of dumb though, Spider-Man <laughs> apparently does exist in the Mobius Morbius movie universe. Now some people have been, you know, trying to figure out what Spider-Man it is, if Spider-Man's going to be in it. The director, Daniel Espinosa, did confirm it and said in all universes there is a spider totem. Hmm. Buff. Instead of, instead did of just say saying Spider-Man. 
but it's a car. Okay. So stupid. They're really trying to lean. They're trying to say we're doing a live action Spider Verse uh, before I think they have the okay to say we're doing a live action Spider Verse. Mm. So why they're trying to tease they? all these things. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't they have? They already did it. They did it. Marvel did it. But I mean, they own Spider Man. They can do whatever they want to with it. They can. I I think I don't know why everybody's fighting over Tom Holland. They want Tom Holland to be in it. He's the center. But they really don't need to anymore. They got Andrew Garfield. Honestly, they don't even have to use Tobey Maguire. Andrew Garfield <clears throat> would do it again, yeah. and they could just do that movie. I don't know if they own the rights to Miles or not. It's Sony. Sony produced. Yeah. Oh Into yeah, the they Spider-Man. did the Spider. Yeah, they did. They did. Dang. They could just do Andrew Garfield, kill him, and then bring in Miles. But I guess I don't know if they would want to compete with their animated movies. I mean, mm-hmm. I, Sony. I think I don't think they're competing with anything. <laughs> they're pretty. They're, they're pretty they're, terrible at live action movies. They're kind of like DC. They just kind of do whatever. Yeah, I just don't know what, what their plan of like saying all this stuff. <sighs> Sony's version of Doctor Strange, Spider Totems, which obviously is a Spider Verse thing because that's what mm-hmm. Morland is going and he, you know, they're his family hunts down the spider totems i don't yeah. know hopefully they do <laughs> they they wouldn't make sense but hopefully they do kane from the 90s where he's like all gross looking with his long hair yeah with the purple veins yeah they should do that guy Just i can um, i don't know why they produce this suit like that because i mean as an artist, you want to make things a little easier on yourself. That's why even sometimes like they skipped drawing in Spider-Man's lines, you know, but do you imagine drawing in that Kane? Yeah. I never understood why they made him look like that anyways. And he's Peter Parker. Um, he's a failed clone of Peter Parker. So he doesn't look anything like Spider-Man though. Mm-mm. Maybe that's the point. It looks like a uh, witchblade or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, oh man. This body. Kane. I would have him have Michael Caine's voice, though. <laughs> yes. That would be great. <laughs> I'm not uh, going to do a Michael Caine impression. I but was, I, you him. know, I was like prepping myself for it, but I'm not either. I'm just not I've been watching a lot today. of Batman. Batman uh, begins Bust in that light. whole trilogy. <laughs> yeah. That's why <laughs> it's on my mind. I could do that spot to my... <laughs> Speaking of what's on my mind, I watched Back to the Future for the first time in years this weekend. And I forgot how much I love that movie. And it was weird because right after I watched that, I saw the news that Christopher Lloyd has been reportedly cast in Mandalorian season three uh, in a guest starring role. Uh, He's going to be my favorite Marshall. It's actually not Doc Ock. It's going to be Doc Brown. He's just going to fly in (laughs) in the DeLorean, (laughs) land and leave. That's what it's going to be. I thought he was dead. I told my wife he was dead, man. Uh, she was Christopher Lloyd. Watching the movie and she was like, "Is Christopher Lloyd still alive?" And I was like, "Ah, he probably died." Oh Before man, still alive. He's only like eighty. Really? He looked old as shit in those movies. It's makeup. Well, I don't think. I don't think so. No, he seriously, looked- seriously, he had a lot of makeup that was making him look older. Yeah, that's, that's why. Like in the modern time, he looks older than he does when he goes back to the fifties. I guess. I guess, man. Movie magic. I don't know anything about it. I always thought that, too. I was like, damn, how's this guy? This guy's got to be four, 120 years old. <laughs> I thought so, man. 
Oh, man. Maybe he really knows time travel. Maybe that's what it is. Probably. He's going to be that Martian from My Favorite Martian. That's what he's going to be the guest star as. Do you remember he's that? Be an angel from Angel in the Outfield. Oh, yeah, maybe. He's going to be a taxi driver <laughs> <No>. from <laughs> Taxi Driver. From taxi. I do remember My Favorite Martian. I think that'd be funny, but also like way too silly. Like I'm, I know Star Wars is silly. I'm just saying. That'd be great. Not the Mandalorian. That shit's serious. Yeah, it's the Netflix <laughs> Netflix Marvel shows version of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, the first trailer for Miss Marvel came out. Let's talk about it for a little bit. What'd you think? Uh, I wasn't like okay. So the biggest problem I have with that, and it has, is this is not a hot take, right? Yeah. The yeah. biggest problem I have with the whole Miss Marvel thing is that they've changed her power set. Um, yeah, I really am not a huge fan of like the constructs making her a purple think, green lantern. I think that's the biggest complaint uh, on the internet right now. You have those hardcore Marvel fans that are like, anytime they drop a trailer or a new show or anything, they're like, this is the best thing that Marvel has ever done. Every single time. It doesn't matter what it is. They might not have never even watched it, but they say this is the best thing that Marvel's ever done. I'm so hyped for it. I hate the word hyped. I'm so <laughs> hyped for it. I can't wait. Um, and if you say anything about it, they're like, why can't you just enjoy things, man? You just you have to rip, rip apart everything. Why can't you just enjoy what they put out? And it's just like, yeah, you can do well, both. You can do both things. Like you can enjoy things and also like, oh yeah, that that's kind of dumb. Like uh, soups, <laughs> dude loves everything. <laughs> everything, Golly, man. And so, like, some people have been on, you know, have been online, sort of going after the people that are criticizing the power set. I too do not like the constructs. Hopefully, there's a way that they make her have her powers like they're traditionally but mm, yeah there's people there's, there's people that say like it's not a big you know or the reason is that mr fantastic is about to come out so they don't want to get those characters yeah. confused but i'm like you're giving her captain marvel powers you're gonna put her in a movie with two other characters with the exact same powers <laughs> you're yeah. not worried about them getting confused we're about to have a she-hulk show with two hulks and a villain that is hulk like you have thor coming out with two thors we just had spider-man with three spider-man hawkeye hawkeyes it's legitimately like every single show has multiple versions of a character loki had two lokis in it no one was confused it's yeah they weren't trying to keep that low-key at all (laughs) okay (laughs) i think it's okay to 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 not love everything that Marvel puts out. I think it's weird to just be like, hey, this is the greatest thing right. that I've ever I, seen. I think that what we have spoken about this before, and I may have said, like, oh, it's not a huge deal. And now it's true, but now that I've seen it in action, that's how it that's the thing. It's like I waited to pass my judgment until I saw it in action, and now I'm like, ah, you know, I would rather see her stretchy because I think that's a neat power set. And I think it's, it's I think it's cooler too for like her being a teenager and she's more of a, a polymorph, which means mm-hmm. her entire body can change. So it could be based off of her emotions, 
you know, when, it's just like a teen not being happy with their body in general. There could be days that that affects the way she looks, and that's just a whole other part of her character. So polymorph, more like what? Plastic Man? Is that a yeah, polymorph? More like plastic, yeah, more like Plastic Man. I've never seen her uh, become a car. <laughs> She's not. Car, plastic Man is like a cartoon character, though. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm kidding. He's like, he's a, a very great character, but he's dumb. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it's just more interesting and it could have been, it could have been a great, and it, they'll probably still play to that, but it could have been a great, like, you know, they put out that movie with the red panda and that's all about puberty. And this could have been a great <laughs> TV show to help yeah. young ladies relate to changing, you know? Um, but yeah, that's what, that's what I thought it was going to be. And it's, again, it still seems like mean- it is though. That doesn't mean I don't want to watch it. Just because I have yeah. a thing that I don't like about it doesn't mean I hate it. We had, uh, so we started a new TikTok account that's focused on our podcast, both me and Simon. Clips from the podcast and just other things that we talk about, reactions to trailers and stuff. We reacted to the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, and I thought that we were very positive about it. Like we were excited about it. I know, of course, we said some things we didn't like. Sure. All the comments were like, Oh, these guys. Oh, who's going to listen to these guys? They never even watched and listed all these Star Wars shows. I guess that we never watched. And they're like, uh, hey, man, just don't watch it if you don't want to watch it. And I'm like, how did you get any of that? Did you? you I said literally one, said I wanted to rub my face on you and McGregor. I made one. I made fun of that stupid Grand Inquisitor because I still think he looks stupid. That's okay. He looks like he looks like excited. when Darth Vader takes his helmet off in Return of the Jedi. Like he's got a big yeah. meaty head. And they apparently they didn't like that I said that, even though I said multiple times how excited I was for it. Yeah. Well, people are weird, man. Tic Tac. Yeah, and I, you know, it did give me this trailer did give me like John Hughes vibes. You know, like early mm-hmm. coming of age movies. So I'm excited to see that. Um, yeah. and it, it is a superhero stuff I if I watch all superhero stuff and I play all the superhero games I'm excited about it I love yeah. the way they do Captain or Miss Marvel in the Avengers game that's I what I was going to say a lot, of, a lot of people complained about that and I really enjoyed her character in that game yeah so mm, I don't know Welcome. I don't know I, I'm excited to watch it it ties into Miss Mar- or the Marvels which is Captain Marvel 2 so, I don't know. We'll see. You got any news, man? Anything going on in the sign world? Mm, no, not really. Um, I haven't seen a lot of things pop up on my radar as far as... I'd, I did get a... They made an add-on for that magic-type Cthulhu-esque character that I bought mm-hmm. from Mezco. So, they made an add-on. I got one of those. And... Apparently, Spider-Man 2099 is shipping soon. I wish now at this point, I have the Marvel Legends, and I like it's fine. But he's real mm-hmm. skinny. Like, he's thinner than the regular mold for Spider-Man, this 2099. It's the future, man. Well, the, but Miguel O'Hara in every print medium, is a he's a thick dude. <laughs> like, he's a mm-hmm. bigger Spider-Man. So, um yeah. I'm kind of hoping that I can track down one of the 2099s, but if I can, I guess it's not a huge loss. So you didn't pre-order? It's a Mezco 2099? Yeah, I didn't. But also, 
maybe I'm on the wait list, which on Mezco terms just means if somebody cancels their order, I might be able to get one. So we'll see. I don't know. I I didn't get it because I was like, oh, the Marvel Legends will be good enough. It's too skinny. It's too skinny. It's not good enough. Damn. Mm -hmm. Damn them. Well, that's what's really weird is like the second 2099 suit, like the white and gray and uh, red one. That mm-hmm. one is a different body mold than even this one. Yeah, you would imagine they would use the same one for that yeah. character. That one is a bigger body mold. Yeah, freaking dummies, man. Idiots. No one's going to buy this shit. I'm yeah. just kidding. Obviously, people do. Yeah, but other than that, no. Well, nothing. What are you going to do? I don't know. Be did, sad. Uh, did, um, what's the other toy brand that I like? You got the Ben Riley for oh uh, Moffex, yeah. They're not making it in twenty ninety nine. I bet they will. I they bet haven't. they will eventually if they made a Ben Riley. They they do have I think a couple of reveals. They do like a couple a month. They did like the Hush, um, Hush Nightwing. Thank you. Yes, Hush Nightwing and something else last last month. So maybe this month they'll reveal something like that. Hey. Well, no. I'm excited. Well, no. I'm, I have not bought any of those yet. I want to. They all look so pretty. I do love that <laughs> McFarlane has dropped some new reveals. They're doing like a Hush Batman, a Hush figure. They're doing a Grifter. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves Grifter, man. And it's so funny. I love comments on any time they reveal, like on Instagram. <laughs> it's always like hush with his patented machetes <laughs> like grifter yeah, this grifter patented has knife sword. and sword <laughs> yeah what uh i love it uh dc is not letting them get uh, get off of that i what they should do is what um mezco does so i, I think i've talked about this before but mezco dropped a batman two-face two-pack like golden era and of course two-face just comes with switch blades which aren't dangerous apparently compared to guns so you know like no, kids man. play with knives um projectile yeah it's they, the bullets that kill people <laughs> right. yeah if you throw them kill you <laughs> dead um but right after that they revealed like a their own brand like rumble society two-pack guns you know it's just kind of funny that they did that. And McFarlane should do the same thing. They should make accessory sure. packs. I can always, they can make one. And it can work for multiple. <laughs> yeah, things. like one. Well, and I mean, a lot of those, they're just like, oh, like Moffax, for example. You know, the armored Batman didn't come with a sonic gun or whatever it is. But I think it's real stupid, man. Like, they came out with that Red Hood action figure, and he has finger guns. Yeah. Finger gun. The, so does the penguin. The penguin has finger dumbest, guns too. That's the dumbest thing. Yeah, that's so that's, that's like insulting. Like, yeah, that's like they went out of their way to make that hand mold. It's like intentional. Like, yeah, this is we're not giving you guns. And what's even worse than that is most of these figures don't come with fists. Like Batman comes with two holding hands, like this. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> and one slap hand. But. uh <laughs> Anyway, the uh, oh, but the Sonic gun, you know, the cool thing about Moffex and a lot of these companies, same with Arkham Knight, they don't come with guns, but they come with trigger hands. <laughs> yeah. So at least you can put one if you want. Damn. So 
There you go. Damn, DC. That's weird, man. Yeah, Grifter's known for his his weird 90s guns that don't look like guns. They could have yeah, done that. that like slot those, barrels. Those Rob Liefeld guns. Yeah. <laughs> all of those. It's just a box with a with the holes with a handle. <laughs> I could have done any of those, man. Yeah, they don't even look like guns, man. They don't look like guns. Same with like the Sonic gun. Posters, it is literally a square. Yeah. Stupid. You guys are dumb. Yeah, ruining yeah. the movies, ruining the toys. <laughs> That's all we got for Trended Topics, guys. We're going to take a second to listen to some ads, and uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back, guys, and thank you for listening to those ads. I don't know if the ads are slotted in there yet. I know I knew it was going to take a few weeks. Um, I listened to last week's episode, and they weren't in there yet. I was listening yesterday. So you're getting spared. You're getting some ad-free content as of today. Yeah, you don't even have to listen to my fake ridiculous ads. I miss them. About tampons or whatever. <laughs> we, need, we need to bring them back. This is the section of the podcast where we review a trade, and some people call it a trade review. Only Simon calls it that. I've never I've, been known to call it. No, I don't. Uh, that's, I try to get him to stop saying that. I just can't help myself. Um, yeah, it comes good. out. Stop saying it. It's never going to catch on. Sorry, guys. This week on the this week on the podcast, we are reviewing uh, a very special book, and it sucks because uh, I changed it at the last minute, and it's like an extreme. It's longer, <laughs> so I told Simon I was like, "Yeah, we're going to read JLA Avengers by Kurt Busiek." Busiek. Busiek. I don't know. I don't remember. And George Perez, I've always said it, Buziak, whenever I've read it, but I don't think that's right. I just, I can't read. But <laughs> I changed it at the last minute, and I was like, Simon, I kind of want to read this. It's kind of it's something that's going on in the comic book community right now, at what's relevant. Um, it's only four issues, though. But, <laughs> but the four issues are all like 40 pages long, so it's a, it's a lengthy read. And boy, do I tell you, when I got past the first book, I was like, Oof, I don't know if I can do this three more, three more times. <laughs> no, I, thought, I kind it's of it's a, it's a lot. I felt bad because I was like, uh, hey, man, I keep falling asleep. <laughs> really, I was just yeah, tired. Was, it's not, not the I book's like, fault. Damn it, I, I feel bad. So I read JLA Avengers by Kurt Busiek. And uh, if I'm saying that wrong, who cares? Whatever. And George Perez, I wanted to read this because right now Marvel and DC work have worked together for the first time in so many years, and they are they reprinted this book, and all the proceeds are going to go to the medical aid of George Perez. Last year in December, George Perez was diagnosed with an inoperable pancreatic cancer, and they gave him a prognosis of six to 12 months and he chose to not pursue any form of treatment so he's just riding it out very sad story he is a legend when it comes to comic books he's who i think of when i think about avengers when i was growing up he was the artist uh, on the avengers book he did the crisis on infinite or so many great titles that, that george perez was very 90s when i think about 90s comic book art definitely is that's who i think of mm-hmm 
And so Marvel and DC worked together to reprint this. They only made 7,000 copies, and that's sort of a sore subject for some comic book fans because um, you know people want to help support him, but it's such a limited run for a nationwide release. Uh, some comic book shops are gouging their guests, not guests, but their customers. I know somebody had told me that they went to, to pick one up, and their shop said they wouldn't sell it to them, sell it to them for less than two hundred and fifty dollars, which it sucks. Yikes. Man. Yeah. Some places are doing really good things with it. I know our friends over at my comic shop, they have I think six of them and they're auctioning off every one of them. So they'll have whatever the highest price goes to, they donate all of them. Or all the proceeds, which is great. And Aaron Myers is a guy I follow on Twitter. He always finds these crazy comic book deals. He got one and he auctioned it off and threw in all these crazy collection, like comic book collections with it. I think he finally ended up selling his for six fifty, which Jeez. was great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't seen them. I've seen them go for about $600 on average. Damn. That's insane. Uh, yeah, they're all people are clamoring for them. We've had some sketchy people go going to multiple shops to collect them and sell them. You know, you can find them on eBay for two fifty, but it's going up now because they're going for such a high price. My shop, luckily, I spend way too much time there. And I think they got a few and I was just in there on Friday and they were like, Hey man, we set one aside for you or for we didn't email your we way until you came in. So I Wanted to do this episode just to flex on everybody that I got one. That's it. <laughs> we're not even we're not even going yeah, to review it. We're not reviewing That's shit. It. We're not reviewing it. Also, um, I'm not going to auction this off. Sorry, it's for it's for me. My proceeds did go to it, um, so it's mine. Sorry. I do have you. the individual. I do have the individual issues of the original series. And I thought about auctioning those off, but I'm not, I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I think, I think you're fine. No one is going to think less of you. Yeah. So I do have me. two copies of issue two, so I might do that. I don't know. I don't know. But in the show notes, we will put a link to the Heroes Initiative, and that's the, the nonprofit that's sort of raising the fund. So if you do want to donate, you weren't able to get the book, but you want to donate. We'll have that link for you so you can help out. So Look at you. Te- technically, we're doing something. <laughs> yeah, we're spreading the word. Advocates. <laughs> Advocation yeah, is one of the best ways. I work for a nonprofit, yeah. and advocates uh, are just as important as people that donate. Because without Lex spreading the word, I wouldn't know about it. <clears throat> yeah. So. yeah. Simon, Simon asked me about it earlier. And it's, I don't know, it's a... It's a crazy thing. You know, you see these legends, whether it be in the comic book community or actors, it's crazy. Like when Chadwick Boseman passed away, it's just like a crazy thing. You not hold these people on a pedestal, but it just seems sort of disconnected. And so when something like this happens, it sort of hits close to home, even though I don't have any relationship with pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to have a relationship with. I've heard that it doesn't answer texts or... Yeah, really. That was fucked up. I'm sorry. Let's uh, cut yeah. that. <laughs> Let's cut that. <laughs> uh, leave it in. 
sorry. That was Simon's so monster, stupid. Guys. Huh? <laughs> Simon's a monster, folks. Yeah. Um, I'm so just waiting. Start. I'm waiting for it to get me. You know, of all, yeah, <laughs> yeah. just I just know You're one just of those. Ahead of it. Yeah, I know You're one of them is going to get me. So, anyway, yeah, it's going to happen to all of us. Right. It's fine. I use my cell phone. I sleep with my cell phone on my crotch. So I drink a lot of Mountain Dew. Yeah, <laughs> I use. <laughs> it's dead. I I use only aluminum deodorant. <laughs> yeah, it's the good stuff. That's what lasts all day. It's just a piece of foil that I rub underneath my arm. (laughs) All right. So we are reviewing, if you hadn't gotten this yet, we're reviewing JLA Avengers, a crossover that happened in the early 2000s, uh, 2003, I believe. I'm always a sucker for crossovers. I am. This book (laughs) is right up my alley. I love the silly event, you know, Marvel versus DC, the amalgam universe. I love all of that stuff. Any kind of inner company or, you know, cross company crossover, sign me up. So this is written by Kurt Busick, another legend, art and covers by George Perez. The covers are amazing, man. Did you, you looked at all the individual issue covers? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Ridiculously good. All right. So issue number one, the event 20 years in the making. Unless you've been reading comic books since way back in the day, it could be 100 years in the making, 80 years in the making. This is the solicitation from 2003. So with appearances from every Avenger and every JLA member ever, the wait is over. The most eagerly anticipated comic book crossover of all time has finally arrived with alternating prestige format issues by Marvel and DC Comics. So I imagine they both we're in charge of distributing and split it all up. I don't, I don't know how that works. Yeah. What cataclysmic threat could endanger two universes endure the combined power of both earth's mightiest heroes and the world's greatest superheroes. The world finally learns this answer in September, 2003. Jeez. Yeah, man. Could we take (laughs) more tragedies after 2001? I don't know. 2003 really just wanted to beat it off your head. So I just want to ask you, you've never, you didn't read, you haven't read this before. This is your first time. No, I had, I think I had, I might even, no, I don't have issues from this. Was there another event? Cause I do have like a JLA Marvel crossover book, but it's not this one. There was Marvel versus DC. That might be what I have. There was this Marvel versus DC, this, and then there's like various crossovers like Superman and Spider-Man. The Hulk and Batman, Teen Titans, X Men. Actually, you know what? Things I might like have this one. I'll yeah, have you might. Like I said, I ha- I have all the individual <laughs> issues. I think I have two copies of the second issue. Yeah, I, but as I, someone that's go ahead. I was going to say, I just a- after looking at the logo a little bit longer and the cover, I think I might have at least issue one. Yeah. Oh, man, so you know, some people don't like silly comic books, and that's what I've learned. So people don't like silly comic books. They don't want their comic books to be too comic booky. Yeah, I'm not like that. I yeah, want who, them to who be. Who would want comic their comic books. books to be like comic books? What the hell? A lot of people. A lot of people. So as someone that hasn't read this before or has no memory of reading this, give me your initial thoughts. These issues are so long that we are just going to have to hit our favorite moments in each issue. 
uh so it definitely had more of a if i could describe it it's anything for the amount of comics that i've read which i think more than anything i've read a lot more ultimate universe stuff that's where a lot of that's where i spent a lot of my time um right off the bat this was like dc overload like it it was very the way i imagine dc is stuck in this like golden era um and to me it felt like that right off the bat like it didn't feel like 2003 marvel to me okay so yes and in my opinion it was this is still pretty avengers of the time because this is before disassembled and things like that before the ultimate universe i can agree with that too though because i do i do have some some of the earlier avenger stuff and it is kind of goofy and they do make a reference to that which is one of my favorite things when they have the overly aggro superman later on Mm -hmm. and he's like this is what they this is how they protect their planet this is what they do they're not doing enough they they suck (laughs) like they're terrible heroes and that's a, and then they talk about how you know the DC heroes are revered, and how much everybody loves them, and 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 all these different groups of people um, adore them. And then the all the Marvel heroes are like, ah, oh, yeah, they don't like our people don't like us. Yeah, we save the day, but like they hate us. I like that though. I feel like they, that's true. I do too. It starts out very heavy. And so when I got it, we start out with a prologue and I was like, damn, man, this is, this is nine or not 90, late nineties, early two thousands, heavy dialogue narrated books. And I was like, this is going to be a long ride because we start out in like a world with Thundra and, and her lover is getting destroyed. And then they go to the universe with, uh, the crime syndicate, they get destroyed, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just a lot of stuff happens real fast. And as the book starts, we get this Marvel villain in the DC universe, Terminus, and it's interesting to see them fight it. You, you got Kyle Rayner in there, my favorite Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. This is about the era where Batman starts becoming the prep time ultra omnipotent Batman that everybody loves so much. He's like a master strategist. Yeah. In fact, plastic man's trying to talk to him and he's like, I'm quiet. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Superman's just the brute at this point. And, uh, Batman's basically the leader of the, I felt like Batman was the leader of the justice league in this book. Yeah. Aquaman, Aquaman has a hook hand here yeah this is right after his this is right after the era where his piranhas ate off his hand but now he's got a hand it's confusing he has has like a robot hand that he can it's like attachments like captain hook oh okay so he could put on like a mechanical hand he could put on the hook the era after this (laughs) he can put on a dildo my vibrator. <laughs> the era after this was like an ultra powerful uh, Aquaman where he had a water hand and he had complete control over the sea. Which uh. was great, but they 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 mixed that. Let's talk about some of your favorite points because I could talk about this book forever. I've read this multiple times throughout the years. What really caught your eye in this first issue? Well, there's a lot of 
on both sides because they we have this like you know marvel villain in the dc universe and then on the other hand we have a dc villain in the marvel universe and which was cool that it was starro it's like whoa yeah. um uh but i love these intros into the battle like with the dc you know it's just this spread they look where they're in, by this mall and then with the with the marvel there which it it's it just doesn't match like Marvel and DC do not match enough for this to make sense. Like Starro wipes the floor <laughs> with them pretty much. Yeah. Unlike, unlike this Terminus, right? Uh, Terminus kind Terminus. of destroys a mall what they're worried about, yeah. but Starro is like taking over New York city. And luckily they have the, the scapegoat, if that makes sense of um, characters being weaker in the other universe. Yeah. I did like that. That like, luckily they can use, yeah. Luckily they can use that as a safety net for like Terminus. The way they beat Terminus is dumb. Mm -hmm. Like plastic man covers his face. They use a, they (laughs) used it to buy time to, to just build a funnel to make him blast himself in the face. Yeah. It's silly. But these splash pages, these double pages of the battles are really intense and there's a lot going on. You you just sit here and stare at them and see all the different characters and how they're doing things. I don't like that Iron Man armor, though. I'll tell you that. (laughs) You don't, you don't, I know that you don't like this one, but at the end of the series, we get a lot of Iron Man armors and we do get your favorite. Yeah, there's several, several that I really enjoy. Most all this of them, but the, this one actually. Yeah, this is the 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 really bulky, but not first gen Iron Man armor. But this was like a really bulky era. Yeah, it was right after Heroes Reborn, I think, or like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this was the era of this was the era of Avengers where they had a crap load of Avengers. You have triathlon on the team. You have. <laughs> I've never heard of that Jack, character, by the way. You have Jack of you have Jack of Hearts. I only, know about, I only know about Jack of Hearts because you were talking about it with Fantastic Four, I believe, the other yeah. day. Yeah. Triathlon's a cool character. He's also known as 3D Man. He has the three powers of like of like three men. <laughs> <laughs> so he can run as like as power. Which is a he could be a superhero. Like in our world. <laughs> three <laughs> Olympic level athletes in one person. He could be a hero in this world. Yeah. I, I like it that so. even later on in this book, he's like, "Hey, boss, you, I'll stay here and you go because you guys have more experience with this shit than I do." Yeah, I got, I got three dicks. What am I gonna do over there? <laughs> but yeah, they're they're fighting Starro, and uh, he's Starro's beat the shit out of him. He, of course, he is. They have no experience fighting anything like this. I love that this is this is early Wanda before disassembled where they start to really dive into how unhinged she is. Mm -hmm. And I love how, and this is after they were married vision and her, he's very calculated. He's like, listen, I know what to do. You guys aren't going to like it, but I know what to do. And he puts Starro on Wanda's head, like volunteers her face. Everyone else is freaking out. He's like, ah, trust me. I know her. She's fucking crazy. (laughs) It reminds me of that 
Rick and Morty where they have like a Starro type. There's an episode mm-hmm. of Rick and Morty where they have a Starro thing and they have to, they like duct tape these dead Starros to their face, like essentially. <laughs> so and great. It's it's a scary moment because they get Thor. Yeah. Yeah, Thor is a god. Thor is about to wreck everybody now. He's wearing that sweet. He's wearing those sweet gym clothes too, like the cut open side shirts. My, yeah, my favorite. Ugh. I love uh, Captain Marvel. Also, in this isn't Captain Marvel yet. She's Warbird, and she's mm-hmm. just just blasting people in the face. She's like, yeah. I don't give a shit. I know, I know how to do this. I just right. blast his head. Put it on Wanda, and immediately Starro's like, you know, I'm out. Fuck this. I, I, I love that scene too. He just takes off. He's like, no, I'm not dealing with this. And um, one cool moment is when Vision's calculating mm-hmm. and he's talking, how they show like a sort of circuit board coloring on his head. I thought right. that was really cool. Yeah. I'll... But we're only, we're only on like page five of this 40 page book, 40 page book. Yeah, and it's like, it doesn't really, I mean, these things are just happening. So they don't really have an explanation why there's DC characters and Marvel characters alternating. You know, Lobo shows up and... Yeah, uh, he's fighting the Shi'ar. Yeah, just crazy stuff. Um, I love this scene with Flash where he zooms in. He, like, tracks things down. He zooms in with this backpack on. He sees a mutant being chased down by bunch of bigots and he's like whoa yeah. whoa whoa super hard of gold like it. yeah chill out and and then he he goes to take off but he doesn't have the speed force in the marvel universe so he just yeah. like trips over himself yeah he's like and i love how it, it goes back to what you were saying how wholesome dc is mm-hmm. and it doesn't even phase him that this is like a monstrous creature he's just like hey listen if he committed a crime call the police but like what else what are you guys doing mm-hmm. and they're obviously like a hate crowd and he's like don't worry like you said i'll get you out of here and he's like well, i've never tripped before in my life <laughs> uh, uh, this is my flash a lot of people like uh barry allen but this is wally west and i love wally west because this was like the flash that i grew up with mm-hmm. um, how can anybody tell the it, difference you know, you say that, but in this book, somehow, George Perez did a really good job. These characters look exactly the same, but Barry Allen looks different than Wally West. I couldn't tell until they said, oh, it's me, Barry Allen. No offense, you George. Might. Yeah, he's like, he's I'm, un- I'm uneducated, though, so. This motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. um, more, more conversations about, like, Mongol fighting the brood. Um, the Thanagarians, I think that's the Hawk people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call them Hawk people, and that's not PC. Okay. The Thanagarians <laughs> fighting the Scrolls. I think Hawk people is okay. You don't say Hawk Man or Hawk. Oh, you're trying to be PC. Yeah, you want to say? I was trying to be PC. Thanagarians yeah. is who they are. The... They don't want to be called Hawk people. They don't have hawks on their planet, so it's like right. the same reason yeah. Rocky Raccoon gets pissed off for calling him a raccoon. But he is a raccoon. I mean, is he not a raccoon? Technically, he is. I think his tail is fake. We're going on a we're going on a tangent. I think his tail <laughs> is fake. He's not really a raccoon. I thought he was a genetically altered raccoon. I don't know, man. Someone is going to leave a comment on this, and they're going to let us know 
in a yeah. very vicious way. Yeah, they're not going to be nice about it. Be nice about <laughs> it. I would love so to know. We appreciate your really mean comment, uh, and we'll learn something from it. Mm-hmm. I, I will love- say that. Oh, go ahead. Hold on. The, the last page, the mutant gets away. Apparently, he can fly the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but Flash looks like he's about to get wrecked. All you see is a pan- a red panel of these angry hate mongers, and that's it. But then, yeah. he's just back. Yeah, that they don't really explain it. He's just like, I made what? it back. <laughs> <laughs> they they kind of do, but it is it is definitely a tell don't show situation where he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, my vibrations started sinking back up with our world, so I just kind of face back here. But he's all he's all torn up. Yeah, and he's like, I hate I hate those people. How could anyone live there? That place sucks. Yeah, he's just got a tear where's the butthole of his suit. Um, Some I people lo- like Plastic Man. Plastic Man gets on my damn nerves. I love Plastic Man, but he adds a certain. Um, zaniness, yeah, to the Justice League. Like they're all, like you said, wholesome, colorful, but they act hyper serious. And he adds sort of a, we're not that serious. I don't. He's he's like Deadpool, though. I mean, it's like he's yeah. Um, this this panel where he looks behind him, but it's just the top of his head that turns around is creepy. Yeah, yeah. The Watcher's there being a. Peeping Tom, man, he's the worst. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. They're like, uh, what's he doing? It's just what this big headed, yeah. big headed baby out there. And they're already like they're ready to fight him, but they're like, no, nah, he's I can't even pick up anything. Martian Manta Hunter is reading his mind, but he's saying all he's getting back is curiosity, which is annoying. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be annoying. Um and that's when the creepy ass grandmaster walks in and he's like, I've come to play a game. <laughs> I've come to play a game. I, I imagine that's how he talks. He just says like a and, real screechy voice. And this is how we get the setup for the stories. All this stuff has just been happening very fast. I think it's a great way to do an event. Like if you're doing a Marvel and DC event, this is perfect. You just throw a bunch of shit out because you don't really need like a in-depth store you don't need that it's it's silly it's it's yeah, a huge event because you know in the end it's just gonna go back to the way it was yeah uh so this is where you get the real setup that he comes through and he lets him know yeah i like this i you know they they talk about these mystical items that they have to collect and some of them know what they are because they're dc items or whatever but the bell the wheel and the jar is by far to me the funniest on this list <laughs> Yeah, and, he's, and Martian Manager's like, oh, I know what those things are. Like, I don't know what. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yes, that is a I bell, a wheel, myself, and a jar. I consider myself a pretty knowledgeable comic book reader. Uh, but when I saw that, I, I could pinpoint most of these things. But when I saw that, I have no idea. I imagine it's like a Wonder Woman thing. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. But I like how Marsh Manhunter was like, mm, the bell, the wheel, and the jar. It's and everyone's like, like, yeah, sure, that's what it is. It's just a regular <laughs> bell, wheel, and jar. Nothing special. Yeah. The Spear of Destiny, that's the one that killed Jesus. Yeah, man. Yikes. Oof. Yikes. I like how yeah. anytime that Wonder Woman is like, hey, are you telling the truth? She just kind of wraps it around the wrist or something. <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah. I like how she doesn't, like, 
we've proven at this point that the other universe people and like mixing the universes can affect powers and outcomes and things like that. But I like how she's she's adamant, like, nope. The the lasso of truth is factual. Mm-hmm. They're even like, how do you know the lasso worked? She's like, it did. It worked. <laughs> it worked. Don't talk to me. Yeah. It never actually works. She's just hoping. Yeah. She just pretends. Plastic man. His panels are great. They're just always random. It's, like he's using his body to make a magnifying glass and then elongate his eyeball. Yeah, it is really. It it seems like it's fun to draw him because you don't really have to know anatomy that well. He, yeah, you don't have to don't have to explain it. So I'm just noticing this, and I'm sure it has something to do with the lighting. But even like when you go from panel to panel, going into the Marvel universe stuff, like they're drawn, they're drawn differently. Like they're just different. Um, I feel like yeah. they have very different styles. Yeah, yeah. I think George Perez has a DC style, and I think he has a Marvel style. Mm-hmm. And I think he wanted to have that feel of the two different ones. And this issue, another another part that I like is uh, Batman. They pull into the Marvel Universe because they're looking for one of the pieces, uh, one of the items. And yep. he sees, they're kind of describing the shit going on. They're all split up. So some are in Latveria, some are in Genosis. Hulk is just eating hot dogs in Michigan. And then there's the Punisher in New York. And I love that Like they see him. He's gunning down drug dealers. And then Batman, like in the middle of talking to Plastic Man, Batman just like goes to fight the Punisher off screen. He's just like, yeah, beat his ass. <laughs> you know what? Not, yeah, not only that, but Batman is coordinating the entire thing. Um, Green Lantern and Aquaman are talking about how Dr. Doom is being this terrible dictator. Martian Manhunter, and he says, don't move on, don't engage. Mm-hmm. Batman's talking to them. And Martian Manhunter is talking about the blight of Genosha. He's like, don't, it's not your problem. Magneto's there. And he's like, don't even, don't engage. They see Superman sees Hulk eating a bunch of hamburgers like the Hamburglar. <laughs> rabble, rabble. He's like, don't, yeah, don't talk to him. But then he sees Punisher and he's like, I got, I got 20 minutes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, well, and then you, you immediately get Plastic Man like yelling at him about it. <clears throat> and he doesn't even say anything. He's just like, yeah, you're right. I don't, I'm, who cares? I did it. I'm still Batman. Yeah. I Batman. can do whatever I want. Batman. Some other great but I also I also want to talk about like the characters that are so prominent now, uh, like Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man has always been Marvel's golden boy, but we don't get a lot of Spider-Man in this. Mm-mm. He's in every event now. Yeah. The Hulk. He's after, you know, Planet Hulk. He's everywhere now. They don't have a huge event without him. But in this, he's just like, He's in it Eating twice. Yeah. Yeah. And Spider-Man's only it's in just, it twice too. Yeah. It's weird to see these characters that are in everything now, just be side characters in an Avengers book. Really? Yeah. I was thinking that too. I was wondering if there was some weird rule, like they didn't want to mess with whatever rules Marvel had. So they just didn't put them in there. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the Hulk. They didn't want to like Hulk, cash cows in there. Yeah. Hulk can't get beat by anybody. So yeah, they didn't want, if Thor if Thor is gonna get beat down by Superman, they were gonna have Thor and Hulk get beat down by Superman. Right. And, and DC was probably like, nobody's gonna beat Superman, so 
don't put fucking Hulk in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I like these. So they're going to check out. They're going to this island. They're going to check out or a jungle. I don't know to get this item. And they have all these old school like Fin Fin Foom and some of these other old school Marvel monsters that have these weird fleshlight mouths. Um, yeah, all of them do. <laughs> None of them have teeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're all old people. <laughs> but like, anyway. ah! Yeah, that's what they're doing in this panel. It's just, ah! the Justice League goes to Retirement Island. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you have a Werther's. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, there's a lot of neat stuff like that. It's kind of funny. Hawkeye has this, like, boomerang. <laughs> he doesn't use it but yet. But it's also... I also want to talk about how Kyle Rayner, without a doubt, is always my favorite Green Lantern. He is. Yeah. He's the one I relate to the most. And even this panel, he's like, we got to fight the monsters to get the thing, right? And he's like, I designed a video game like this once. We get it. You know, you have to, this is the point of the game. But he's like, those are some great looking monsters, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Kyle Rayner's thing is he loves Kaiju. He loves giant mech robots. And, and maybe that's why I relate to him so much. Mm-hmm. and superman just starts punching him because that's what he does yeah why not but we get an interaction between the the superheroes and there's a lot of this going on um this happens i feel like a couple of times but iron man sees him he's got the big cannon gun and they're yeah. they get i don't even know what the item is i've never seen it before the ultimate nullifier it's a it's the fantastic four reed richards created it to basically scare galactus away from eating the planet mm. it has it's the weapon that can kill galactus uh so they just hide it in the forest <laughs> i don't know why these these i don't know why any of these artifacts are where they are mm-hmm. that's a, a thing that i thought was weird in this book but they just like iron man just has this thing that shoots so hawkeye first of all thinks that he gets the ultimate nullified they're like great shoot them back into their own universe but Diana's yeah. fast and grabs the arrow. But it this happens a couple of times. The the Marvel Universe shoots the DC heroes back into their universe, and it happens the opposite way too. <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird convergence thing, which it, which is it's it's cool, I guess. I do like that they say the differences in the world, and this gets in in further into the issues. But the difference in the world, mm-hmm. like uh, the I think the Marvel Universe world uh, Earth is smaller right less yeah less uh it's smaller and has less countries and i I do like that too because superman talks about seeing certain islands like yeah we have this island but metropolis isn't here and Mm -hmm. keystone city isn't here there's like multiple things like the dc universe is a little bit bigger yeah also Uh. superman is getting a little aggro Superman's mm-hmm. not really being the Boy Scout nice guy. Like he's not being full on jerk like Ultraman, but he is not impressed with the Marvel universe. Yeah, he really is. He's he's like being testy, and I think it has to do with like the convergence and things like that. But he, everyone's calling him out. Like, hey man, chill the fuck out. Dude. <laughs> he says that Captain America is a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, and. I don't know. I really like Vision in this. I yeah. think I just like that skinny, goofy-looking Vision. <clears throat> yeah, that costume's great. 
they immediately see something going on. So the Avengers at this point still don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the Justice League sort of knows they got to get these artifacts before the other team. It's the game. They have to get, there's 12 artifacts. They have to get all or the most before the other team. But the Avengers don't know that yet. They think that they have, they set this elaborate trap for them because they go into this cave and immediately gets shut with these force fields or whatever. But it's Metron from the DC universe. So the Grandmaster from the Marvel universe explained it to the JLA and then Metron is over here explaining it to them, which I thought was cool. It's got those silver eyebrows. Yeah. And the same thing. We, they start naming off the items that they know about. I love it. Whatever. Like they all start naming them off the soul gems, the casket of ancient winters. Like they're all naming them off. And Hawkeye's like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't even say (laughs) what it is. (laughs) Well, and so it's interesting to me that the cosmic cube is different, right? In the movies, they make it one of the containers. Uh Um, And it's just the soul gems. Like I didn't, they're not called the infinity stones. No, no, they were the soul gems back then. In fact, there was a Super Nintendo game called the soul gems. Uh, I thought I it was called the Infinity Stones or Infinity Gems. It, might be or it was. It used to be gems. They switched to stones for the movie, and, and a lot of people, I don't know, were angry about it. <laughs> what yeah. a fucking surprise, man! <laughs> I, guess, I guess people were angry about the consistency of uh, the mineral they used. But we learned that the atom stayed behind because he's tiny. He's a tiny boy. Also, and I I'm, I'm, don't just mean to keep bringing up sex toys, but the evil eye also looks like a flashlight or a flute. I thought it was a flute. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's, it's very a Marvel skinny. Thing. It's one of those things that women can use to stand up and pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is great. Um, the Adam's there and he's sort of... The Adam becomes this character that's just there a lot. Yeah, he's <laughs> the watcher, man. just learn. Yeah, to just learn what's going on. And Metron then gives him gives Iron Man a mother box, which is very convenient because now they can travel to and from the universe without having to figure it out. Yeah. Like the, event, like the Justice League did. Boom tube. I, I agree with you. I don't like this Iron Man suit because I feel like it... Yes, he's always had that like frowning face, but this one, it looks like it is... It looks like it's more prominent in this suit for some reason i feel like i so i remember when this suit came about too i have some of the issues where he first gets this suit and in those it looked better but now that i'm seeing it it's like everything now that i'm seeing it i think it here again 20 years later i think it looks like real bad is this the one where that took over and had a mind of its own no that's the one so we do see that one yeah, it's the one two two uh, suits previous to this one. Hmm. Okay, they go over to J- the Justice League and they see Intergang. Uh, they they're just Intergang sucks. They always get the shit beat out of them, hmm. and, and they do pretty easily. I feel like Marvel heroes don't pull their punches either. They usually no, they beat the shit out. <laughs> they beat the shit out of them pretty quickly. I mean, that's kind of a thing is that, you know, most 
I don't think any Marvel heroes have like a strictly no killing rule other than like Spider-Man. But yeah. I mean, Captain America carries a gun sometimes. <laughs> like, Yeah. Well, and he, and he has super strength and he hurls a vibranium adamantium shield at people's heads. I don't think he's pulling that at all. It's mixed. It's got both metals in it. Yeah. It's, I didn't in know the that. comic books, it does. Yeah. Not in the uh, not in the movies. I didn't know that. It doesn't exist in the MCU. It will and, soon. Yeah, it will soon. And they immediately go and they they try to to find the item there. Uh, one of the best moments in this entire comic book is when the JLA confronts the Avengers on top of this building, and Plastic Man has made a gun. And <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that. That's the first time I noticed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so good and he does it again i think in a, in a panel very soon nah i don't know but this is where the confrontation happens they immediately just start fighting and i think it's i think they're becoming aggravated it's intentional by the grandmaster and corona is that his name hmm? corona 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 yeah as you this video is getting flagged <laughs> you know what's interesting though is that you we, we saw the angry eyes at the beginning but mm -hmm. even at the end here they make they make it seem like it's a big surprise yeah but right here are metron and the grandmaster are just like talking they spoiler about crona yeah yeah but i mean they make it sound like it wasn't their plan all along like Krona yeah, yeah, yeah. was part of the game, but he's not really. You already see that reveal here. Yeah, like they already talk about their plan B. The mm -hmm. game is the plan B, pretty much. And then we have this great panel of Thor throwing his hammer at Kal-El's face. Hammer time. Made him bleed. And Wonder Woman said, Kal-El! Do you bleed? Like she did in that movie. Yeah. Um, that is issue number one, book one. It's a long ass book, so it's not even an issue. That's book one of this entirely too long series. Book one of entirely too long series. Take it away, Simon, with JLA slash Avengers issue number two. <laughs> they should have just called it JL Avengers. Share the A. Uh, JLA Avengers Book 2, Round 2 of this comic book event of the year is here. The Titanic team-up of the world has waited for... Wait. The Titanic team-up the world has waited for continues as the threats that brought the heroes together in the first issue tear the teams apart. Guest starring every character ever belonged to the Avengers and the JLA. For more information, see the feature article on his staff. This is like legitimately pulled from the uh, solicitation. Uh, stopped reading after the uh, guest starring every character yeah. ever. Guest starring, but not yet. Uh, yeah. So this I issue, love the, I love, I love the personification of the DC universe. This lady, yeah, uh huh, sassy Sorry, lady. Got you off. That was the first That's thing. It's right. fine. It's fine. Um, Where are you going? Oh, I, for the first part, we get in, uh, kind of a background of this Krona character a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. Is he wholly original for this event? 
No, he's an old school DC character, which is even weirder. He's like strong fat. It throws me off that he's got this like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not into it. I don't really. He looks like a DC character, but I don't like, yeah, like he's his always, receding hairline. He looked, he looked dumb back then. So it's weird that they would make him the main character. He's one of those old characters from like way back in the day that they pulled up. <laughs> Both him and the Grandmaster have this like, the Grandmaster not as bad. But Krona has this like receding hairline that I, that's not cool. DC like that doesn't look cool or menacing. He just I looks mem- like I imagine that's dude. how they used to they used to make Black Adam look like that too. He looks like an old well, Black Adam at least has I don't know. He looks like an old cop. <laughs> yeah, because the mustache is what really ties it all together. Yeah. Here we get a uh, I, again. We get this like splash page. This one's a little got too much going on with the rain. But it's kind of yeah. a cool splash page of the characters fighting each other. Yeah, you definitely have to take a second to look at it all, see who's fighting who. Yeah, that's that's what my main. Yeah, I'm just really really curious on what's going on and the matchups. It just seems kind of crazy. Martian Manhunter and Superman fighting Thor. Captain America technically fighting Wonder Woman. Yeah, she just blocks his shield. That also hits Thor. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Maybe. Iron Aquaman Man is super strong because it's raining. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they made it rain. <laughs> He's uh, what else, calling what for else his shrimp. <laughs> what else catches your eye about this second issue? Uh, we get a, a, a great exchange. One of my favorite exchanges between captain america and batman a lot of people there's a debate everybody thinks batman can beat anybody that's a thing ever that's just batman fans think he's unbeatable i have always said captain america can beat batman this is proof admission by batman that captain america can beat him they have sort of a back and forth and Mm -hmm. batman says listen you could beat me it's gonna take you a while but do you want to? Batman talks his way out of it. Yeah. You can beat my ass, but <laughs> I can take it to the Batcave. I do think it's weird that it was like a secret that he's like, let's just, let, we'll just let them potentially kill each other and we'll go to the Batcave. I thought that was weird too. And let's just let our friends keep tearing each other apart. Yeah. With a lot of non-lethal, like, you know, it's the flash isn't going to cause a whirlwind to like, peel the skin off of Hawkeye's bones. So I guess it's fine. Like nobody's doing anything crazy. But like you said, the Avengers don't really pull their punches. So like you got Scarlet Witch that hasn't been known to not at this point, but she erased all the mutants from the world. <laughs> so mm, yeah, well, she starts becoming hinged and that's what actually what happens next. I think. Yeah. So she taps into again, you know, she taps into chaos magic as much as the, Flash uses speed force and those things don't really exist, but she finds another source of the, of like kind of like chaos magic in the DC universe, which I like that that's adaptable. And I wish again, this is kind of a spoiler thing, but I wish that at some point Quicksilver would have tapped into the speed force. That's so lame that they didn't do it. It's so lame that they teased that he was trying to do it. Mm -hmm. And then it just never happened. Even if it was just a little bit, yeah uh like an accidental thing i love the 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 backup team of 
Justice League members. Martian Manhunter is reaching out to the reservists. Oh, right. Yeah. He's like, Haw- uh, not Hawk, but uh, Firestorm, Hawkman, Red Tornado, Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> Blue Beetle. It <laughs> uh, looks like Shaq. I yeah. didn't like with Steel in this book. He pulls like a face plate down and it just like, what is that? It's stupid. Yeah, it it's looks so, so stupid. stupid. It looks better without it. Just don't do it. Or make it that stupid metal face. Anything's yeah. better than just a the... blank face. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. What else caught your eye about issue number two? There's a lot of ease going on here. They go, what? so the Green Lantern battery is one of the special items. And now Wanda can just send people places. <laughs> She's she's got control of this chaos magic. So Barry goes to get um I mean, sorry, this is Wally West. Wally, right? How dare you. This is yeah. Wally West, yeah. Wally West goes to get the battery, you know, to grab it to make sure Kyle has it, and he gets there and he gets flash banged. <laughs> which is when you do when you it's have not, sex spontaneously. Yeah. Iron Man and Hawkeye yeah. take advantage of Flash. <laughs> Anyway, he, he flares them or whatever, and they're just in this apartment. It's like, oh, you know, isn't it? Aren't we lucky that Wanda can just send us anywhere we want to go? Which yeah, we kind sure of, are. Yeah, kind of uh, convenient. But they have the Flash. The Flash could just teleport them. Not as easy, I guess. How do well, they get? They don't really explain how they get back whenever Flash zips them out of there. I think it's the same thing. It's like the their vibrations finally cool down or something. So they just yeah. have a they have a certain amount of time that they need to get these things done. Yeah, I guess so. It is kind of interesting that they the Avengers are doing the same thing that the JLA did. They just go over to their universe and start stealing shit. They're like split up. Yeah, they go to the Flash Museum, which I think is the silliest thing ever, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, man, they really love their superheroes over here. Yeah, um, and Wonder Woman and Aquaman go to Asgard, and I love that they kept the relationship of like Hercules is a scumbag in the DC universe, and he's just kind of corny and silly in the Marvel universe. And she's like, "Did you, you know, whatever you did with my mother? I think it's her mother." Mm-hmm. They start fighting, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I mean, I did have the pleasure of." You know, entertaining her but it was very <laughs> consensual <laughs> yeah yeah and they just start yeah. fighting and she holds this, sort of the silly character that beats the shit out of aquaman because it's aquaman yeah i love that are you the despoiler of hippolyta he's like i wouldn't use yeah. those words but yeah, <laughs> yeah I, know. I, I hung out we hung out but he's just like no you vile creature she just starts beating the shit out of him yeah she she holds backhands Aquaman and rips up his cool metal shirt. Yeah. They really sexualized She-Hulk back then because she's always talking about how handsome people are. Mm, I, cool, man. <laughs> my favorite She-Hulk. I, I never oh like this. I never like this metal shirt bandages thing. This whole era of Aquaman is just the worst. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Give it's me not good. green and green and Orange pajamas all day. Super Friends, Super Friends Aquaman is great. 
What about this Wonder Man? How do you feel about the Wonder Man? Wonder Man shows up. Our friend, our friend Dustin loves Wonder Man. Well, his name is Simon, so you know I like him. I know nothing about Wonder Man, so even this, I'm like, what are his powers? I don't know. Is he just ionic? That's all I can tell you. Ah, I like... don't know what that means. <laughs> like the ionic breeze. I don't know what that is. I know that's a product, but he's super strong, and he's beating the shit out of Green Lantern because Kyle Rayner is. He can't be as good as Hal Jordan. Yeah, why would he um, be? But yeah, he's beating the shit out of them, and but Superman is also beating the shit out of uh, Warbird. Yeah, knocks her out, man. Hits her hard. Yeah. Superman hits ladies, guys. <laughs> yeah, abusive. Now, throughout all this, I did like that Wanda has this can tap into this chaos magic but it is like you can see the toll on her she like gets paler she gets skinnier she looks wasted uh yeah, like, like she's usually, wasting and away I like, that be- I like that because anytime you really see magic in the dc universe usually it's like a dark thing you know you got etrigan constantine like they're usually like dark forces mm-hmm. that they tap into dark forces when they're using their magic so I like that she's getting sort of corrupted by the DC universe's magic. And there's a point here that I didn't think about where uh, Captain America is in the Batcave with Batman and he says Mm -hmm. something about him losing a partner. And I completely forgot that Bucky, Bucky, that he also lost a partner. So that's kind of, that was a great moment. And it was a great moment where he's looking at the domino mask because that's what Bucky wore. And he sort of had that stupid collar and maybe you know Bucky didn't have a cape, but he had the collar and domino mask. So it's like this this cool moment. But Batman is an asshole. Mm-hmm. You're done sightseeing. Come over here to my giant computer. Yeah, that has these giant buttons. I never understood the keyboard got, on the back computer. Then you got Babs on the other side of the the monitor. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I, I, that yeah. that looks a lot like the the avatar whatever for tony's at this time especially uh i think it's friday his ai but this is oracle uh barbara gordon is Mm -hmm. on the other side this is when she's paralyzed i like that she calls him b that's dumb but i like it it's uh double because it's batman or bruce yeah secretive (laughs) (laughs) code and my boy shows up. like okay. We learned that the seat, the force that they've been looking for is Galaxus. Mm-hmm. Yay! Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> but then Bat Bruce or Steve is like, okay, I got just this thing for this situation. He has this, I don't know, belt buckle that talks to Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the Batman's like, can you? let me know before you just start calling people to my secret location <laughs> yeah, right. it's like cool man he's cool he's with me it's fine it, and it's one of my favorite characters in the marvel universe the ever-loving ben Grimm. he's so wholesome to look so grotesque uh-huh. he's just made out love, of rocks he doesn't look that gross. And i love how i love how crazy all of the fantastic four vehicles are yeah it's very it looks very dc to me yeah um, yeah Jack Kirby, yes. I love, I love how he the thing is only in this to deliver this motorcycle. Every character. He's like, yeah, they're putting as many characters in. He's like, all right, if you guys need me, uh, I'm out of here. Need me Bye. to slap something. 
You know what's funny about Ben Grimm is I really do think about that. Um, you know, he doesn't, to me, he doesn't look that gross. He's just made out of rocks. But what if, like, no, I'm just thinking about, like, if I turned into a creature made out of rocks, well, what if I would think I was gross? What if the rocks looked like skin, like they were hairy and moly and stuff? <laughs> like, they yeah. were little panels. Well, and I think of... I say, I think I say grotesque because I've seen numerous times what it looks like whenever the rock gets ripped off. Yeah. Um, there's one time that Wolverine scratches him. And right, scars him, and you see his face. There's another time that the Hulk punches him, and it takes off. So it's like a scab. Yeah, he's like a booger. There's like, yeah, there's like flesh underneath, and like that's like a scab. So it's like that's why it means grotesque because it's this flesh creature that has these shifting rock scabs all over. Mm, rock scabs. Yeah, we just broke it down, guys. Broke it down. I think it's gross. That's why they call him a thing. Yeah, man. He's a thing. We don't I, know what he is. There's always these panels. Everything that has to do with the Fantastic Four has these panels where they're talking to him through a view screen and every Fantastic Four is there doing something. Johnny Storm just like in the background blowtorching <laughs> things. Yeah. <laughs> like building something. Yeah. And yep. Reed Richards is always stretching somewhere. Like it's just he right. just has his arm wrapped around the, the monitor multiple times just because. I feel right. like he has to. It's he, like a ugh, like he, I gotta stretch. He looks like he's trying to block everybody else from view. Yeah, yeah you're the you're a visible woman for a reason. Yeah. Sue. Make your me, ass out of the Give me a sandwich. At this point, Wanda is white. Yeah, she looks terrible. No offense. <laughs> I said it. No offense to you, Romanians out there. Um, Firestorm also gets the bell, the jar, and the wheel. <laughs> so, but don't even talk about it. He just Firestorm has it. He has the jar and the the bell and the wheel. There's some really interesting parallels in one of these pages. Um, like the panels are set up exactly the same. A lot of the characters have similar moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, like where Zatanna and and Scarlet Witch are across from each other you get the zoom in on hawkeye's face zoom in on red tornado's face yeah it's cool it's almost like two different books mm-hmm. on one page so it's really it's really it's done really well yeah this is a funny firestorm too that's a funny costume i mean yeah, he always he looks a, goofy really he has like a genie a genie sleeves <laughs> <laughs> Note that I said genie sleeves, not wizard sleeves. Yeah, <laughs> you might, you might, man. You don't know what his private life we is. Fi- like. <laughs> we finally see my boy T'Challa, Wakanda forever. He shows up. Yeah, in the shadows As the again. Show. A, a character that is in everything now. Back then, it's just like he just pops up. Still has the cape. He's got the gold. That's mm-hmm. where he has the collar cape. He's real cool back then. Yeah, and the sword, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't he, think he has a sword at this point. Not in here. this era, he does. Yeah. Yeah, in this era, he does. And then he gets the creepy mask. The Avengers have the lead 4-3. I like how they they keep score. Yeah, that is... I, I didn't notice that until then. Like, as I was reading, I was like, oh, I see. Uh, this crazy bike takes Batman and Captain America on a cool, fun-loving trip to dead universes. Yeah, just like... The they're traveling the multiverse. Mister Fantastic has a multiverse motorcycle, just at home. Well, and what's weird is they call it a time cycle. Yeah, 
but it takes them through the multiverses. I just imagine. Yeah, makes more sense. I just imagine (laughs) Batman like holding on to Captain America like a regular motorcycle passenger. Yeah, Yeah, got his hands on his waist. He definitely has to. At least has his legs wrapped around. We just we just get a lot, and the rest of this book and the rest of the entire book is just a lot of action sequences. Mm -hmm. This is the equivalent. This is the comic book equivalent of a popcorn action movie. Yeah, just random moments. We're just getting the most. We get the Flash fighting Quicksilver. Very cool moment. Flash is they're in, back in the DC universe, so Flash is faster, and he starts. He kicks the water underneath <laughs> Quicksilver's feet, which is so good. Um, and I just love that this score is ticking back and forth, pretty much. Yeah, they get the uh, the Soul Gems are in the DC universe, and like they don't work there. So Dark Side, yeah, that was great. Like, they're an apocalypse, so this should yeah. be a big deal. But he just like it's I don't great, have time yeah, for you. It's a great moment too, um, where you see Darkseid with the Infinity Gauntlet, which doesn't look as cool back then as it does mm-hmm. now. It's like a glo- actual glove, yeah, with the stones in it. And it's like, I, if you're reading this for the first time, you're like, oh, this is about to be a turning point. Darkseid this main villain of the DC universe entered the, you know, entered the scene, but then he's like, it doesn't do anything. And he just takes it off and throws it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh yeah, but can you catch it before my Omega beams erase you? <laughs> of course you have the flash that, that can do that. Yeah. And before that though, they, the Captain America and Batman do make it to this sort of, uh, multiversal museum trophy room the home base for all games or whatever mm-hmm. and we do see monica rambeau earlier that's cool that's cool that she's relevant again she can absorb the green lantern energy that's cool yeah 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 i, I like that too it was neat and we're finally yeah. like they're taken to the Shav- savage land and we have this battle between thor and Superman, and there's one panel of Superman when he's activating his heat vision, which is like nightmare so fuel. <laughs> yeah, it looks so stupid. And again, this is popcorn action flick. You have a giant roster of Justice League, you have a giant roster. Now, you know, in modern comics, they keep it to like six or seven members. These are like 13, 14 people on this team. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scarlet Witch is like, you guys are having a stare contest. Just get the, this is the last artifact. Someone get it. You see Hawkeye shoot out his fucking grappling arrow. But then you have Green Arrow shoot that in half. Which is just, it's sort of, that's a pointless panel. Like, why even do that? Gotta show that. <laughs> because you have, because you have Superman and, and Thor about to fight. Which is great because um, they have this this cool interaction where he's Thor says, I'm the strongest person in the nine realms or worlds or whatever. And Superman does a super corny Superman line. He's like, on my world, it goes up to 11 and he punches the shit out of Thor. Yeah. But we also get other moments like, (laughs) um, vision and Martian Manhunter phasing through each other. Which like, does that hurt them? Because it looks like it hurts them. They all, they both make sounds. Uh, they're touching P. And then you have and then you have Green Lantern again going against Monica Rambeau. But yeah, Superman finally gets pissed off. 
where he has these weird um, Roger Rabbit. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the and remember at the end of Roger Rabbit where that guy starts turning into a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. And uh, yeah, he beats the shit out. Of, he ends up knocking out Thor. Yeah, but I like but it's like he just you. Gets, yeah. Then he just gets destroyed by all the heavy hitters on the Avengers. Yeah, he gets waylaid. Like, it's like you don't do that to the Thor. Yeah, not to him. Not to our Thor. Mm-hmm. And then they just start. <laughs> Wonder Woman says, "Hera," she clutches her pearls in a very, yeah. very weird. Hercules is just. She's, she's less Amazonian at this part. She's still sort of like the lady of the team. Mm-hmm. Now she's like a badass warrior Amazon, but then she's still just a lady. A lady. I love but that yeah, Hercules you just see is just beating discs. him with a piece of rock. <laughs> yeah, she Hulk's more of a prominent character than hulk which is interesting mm-hmm. but then aquaman saves the day with this giant phallical sea creature <laughs> <laughs> from the deepest depth no teeth of uranus he no teeth again i've always these are this is the aquaman i hate though i don't mind that he talks to to sea creatures right but i've yeah. i would rather it be something that makes kind of sense this is like a weird seahorse yeah, I don't know what the hell it's supposed to be. I didn't mention this earlier, though, but I also like how Thor talks in this book. He doesn't talk like that anymore. Now he talks like a normal person, but he talked it. annoyingly <laughs> like a Norse god back then. Well, he talks like he's in the Bible, man. He talks like the King James Version. <laughs> I can't stand it. He talks like, um, yeah, he talks like an old school biblical character. I love it because it's so silly. There's a cool moment in here with Kyle Rayner in the Cosmic Cube, which he uses it as a battery, but it really doesn't go anywhere. But I think it could have been really, really cool. Yeah. But he's running yeah. out of energy, so he he does the pledge. Um, to... Yeah, he almost looks like a Silver Surfer character. And I thought that's where they were going. Yeah. Into like a, a Power Cosmic Green Lantern, which I was like, damn, that's going to be cool. He's about to shut this down, but then nope. Yeah, nothing happens it's just this this giant comic book hot potato game where then <laughs> warbird captain marvel carol carol danvers goes through and she catches it and then the flash catches it and then quicksilver is faster now he catches it just that's all it is yeah and then now that we've got this the basically dc has won they've they've captured more of the pieces Right. Well, because, yeah, because Captain America and Batman figured out that if the Avengers won, that everything would get destroyed. Mm-hmm. So then the Avengers have the last piece, but then Cap knocks it out of Quicksilver's hands, lets Batman catch it. And then technically everybody wins. They save the day, but then Kronos is like, mm, you know what? Actually, all of this was fucking pointless because I'm going to kill you anyways. And he kid, he fucking blast the time, uh, the Grandmaster, whatever his name is. Yeah, with his hands and then lasers him in the eyeballs. Ouch. Um, yeah, why not? Yeah, and it, well, I guess maybe he's taking his memories or something, but he finds out that Galactus is what he's been seeking and essentially just starts beating the hell out of him. Yeah, he calls him to him. He's like, Galactus! And then Galactus is like, what? 
the why? Why'd you call me? What? What's going on, man? And I then fucking sleep. As, as the last ditch effort, uh, Grandmaster uses all these items to do something. Swirls realities together, I guess. Basically, combining the two planets together. Yeah. Pretty crazy. And that's the end of issue number two. Long ass issues. Issue number three and four will go a little bit faster because it's just a bunch of random events until the end. So, uh, issue number three, JLA, JL Avengers, mm-hmm. as Simon <laughs> corrected the, the title, the most eagerly awaited story in comics history continues, featuring, again, every character who has ever been a member of both teams. Can you, successful, can you successfully identify every character featured? So that's what it is. So now it's just a Where's Waldo game. That's what issue mm-hmm. three is. It's yeah. Where's Waldo with characters. Uh, I'm not mad at it, though. The Avengers and the JLA have confronted their foemen. Hmm. Now <laughs> it is time to party. But as echoes of the past intrude on the present, there is something terrifyingly wrong. This issue was great for me personally. I can see how some people may not like it, uh, but I love how they were weaving it together and then ripping it apart, weaving it together, tearing it apart, and going through different eras. Yeah, same. I loved it. What do you think about issue number three, man? Well, I, I agree. There's all these, like... So first, you know, it first, there's, like, no bearing on what just happened. Like, they don't discuss what just happened or anything like that. They're just, I don't know anything about this wall, but I thought it was kind of a neat thing. They're at this... Yeah, it's like the, it's the source wall in DC. It's like the ultimate penance for their big bads, which is kind of silly. I like it. Um, that's one thing. The DC has more of these kind of things to me, like these weird moments. Um, but you see Dr. Doom among this, and they don't act like it's a big deal. You see Batman, you got Wonder Woman, and then you have Hal Jordan, who hadn't been in this book at all. Yeah, they uh, don't even acknowledge it, really. You got fucking elongated man now. <laughs> yeah. R- Ralph Denby. Ugh. <laughs> also... Uh, the only character in both in both companies' history to be a member of the JLA and the Avengers is Clint Barton. That's weird. He's a member of he's a member of the Justice League. Is that just here or how? What else is it's, that? Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just in this panel right here. Oh, okay, okay. But, yeah, why would you need two archers? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> one with mustache, one without mustache. Yeah. But, yeah, he just kind of blinks out of existence for a second. He goes away. Yeah, he's like, all, all I hear is Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Hawk, man. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Hawkman's not here. It is, it's sort of jarring because, like, some characters know what's going on and some characters don't. It seems like Superman is is grasping it. Maybe Captain America and him are both catching yeah. on to it. Yeah. But, they're both acknowledging throughout history that they are both that they know of each other and they're teams and they help each other out. This is my one of my favorite all-time Avengers rosters where you have Beast, Shellhead. That's what I imagine Shellhead is. One of my favorite Iron Man armors. Yeah. Um, Ant Man, Wasp, old school Corny Thor. It's such a good roster. Yeah, I, I like this one as well, especially with Beast. And that I like all the costumes for the most part. 
Except I, I just think it's so stupid that Thor puts his hammer in his belt like a holster. <laughs> and it's like in his belt. Yeah. Why? That's how they used to do it, man. And stupid. So one of the cool things is like the JLA shows up and it's like, oh, hey, World Earth 2, we need your help. Earth 1. It's like, no, we're Earth 1. But I like they kind of establish like that this. Of course, they don't know. But they established that these team ups have happened before between these two. Like that's how yeah. they're establishing like a new history. Yeah. And then they have. Um there was a fa- in fact there were good there was gonna be this big crossover that never happened. And they and this is sort of a reference to that. I love this this callback to these this JLA cover that was supposed to be like the JSA members uh having this fortune teller moment with the the Justice League. But instead, it's like the Avengers having this fortune teller moment with the Justice League. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. But then, like, again, Cap is sort of noticing it, but then they have the Avengers Luau, but it's also Avengers and the Justice League. Guy Gardner's there. Yeah, they're they're changing costumes. They're changing... They haven't got quite changed costumes yet, but every time somebody starts to figure things out, Somebody gets warped out. Uh, Wonder when yeah. Wonder Man's wearing an old costume. You have Silver Centurion, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, and this they go to like the eighties, I think, right? Yeah, so it's going through eras. Zatanna and looks Superman, weird. It seems like Superman and and Captain America are the, I don't know, sort of the centers of it. They have a grasp on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the first moments that we see. Spider-Man. Yeah, Cap's freaking out at this point. Inception moment. He's like, no, this shit ain't right. Yeah. Hey, we got Booster Gold there, sitting on the flow. Harry on Wonder Man. So hairy. Lots of hair. Like you mentioned in a previous episode. But as Captain America's talking, like, he's talking to Flash and Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan with the Grey Temples or whatever. And for one panel, they switch to... And I can see what you're talking about here, but it switches yeah. back to Wally West and Kyle Rayner, but then back to Barry Allen and yeah, and Old Man Hal. Yeah, Old Man Hal. Yeah, and then we get like White Vision, which I know some people don't like that, but I, that's just that's who he is. It's more of white like vision. a off white yellow piss vision. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we get piss vision and that sort of era with more Falcon. It looks like vibes back there, which is weird. Um, and it's just continuing like this history of like, oh, no, we've been friends for years. Remember when Amazo and Ultron 4 banded together, which is great. That's cool. Yeah. You see Amazo with like a shield. You see Ultron. Ultron sucks so much back then. You get Super Friends uh, Aquaman. Mm hmm. Very, very stupid Green Arrow where he just wore like a t-shirt like Robin Hood outfit. <laughs> yes, yep. Still the best Hawkeye like, uniform though. Yeah, for sure. And then remember when the Grim Reaper and the Key had the serpent crown? It's just a, a bunch of these old moments. I didn't even notice that was John Stewart. The first appearance of John Stewart, like his first uniform. Mm, yeah. That's great. <laughs> and so this moment where remember Kang and the Lord of Time? This specific image was a sort of mock-up that George Perez did in the 80s 
for a crossover with Marvel and DC that they shelved because they never wanted it to happen. But this is a callback to that because it was it was that exact picture. I didn't think that they were all real events, but I did wonder if there were actual crossovers like the Amazo and, and um, Ultron. I mean, it kind of makes sense. And so does the Lord of Time and Kang. So I think that would be kind of interesting. So I really wondered if these were uh, crossovers. Then you get to some some of the weird, real weird characters. Um, I, can't, I don't even know who the guy with the bull head is. <laughs> But yeah, Namor, Dr. Light, Superman and Captain America, again, are the most aggro. So they're obviously the only ones tethered to like what's really going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great panel work when it starts to spread apart, when it starts like go back into reality and wonder or Aquaman and Vision are sort of figuring out what's happening with these dead planets. Yeah, I really like that portion. Secret Killer Grok there. Yeah, and I was wondering, is that Metallo? Who's that other guy? Yeah, oh. I think that's Metallo uh, Bloodsport, Idris Elba. Mm. So that's the callback. Poison Ivy just out there looking beautiful. <laughs> I thought that was Al Simmons. I mean, I obviously knew it wasn't, but it looks like Al yeah, Simmons. That's what, that's what Bloodsport used to look like. Real done. Super cool, man. So yeah, you just get these moments where... Uh, I don't know. They're just trying to figure out what's going on. And that's, we finally get your favorite Iron Man. Yeah. That's so this is the sentient Iron Man. Ah, yeah. I I couldn't remember if that's actually what happened at the end of that, but yeah, that's, that's, I love that Iron Man armor too with the, with the glowing collar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. But it seems, it seems like more again, still crossing over, even though they are aware that things aren't right now. And there's actual people that are like, hey, man, can you help us? Because this sh- this is terrifying. Please, please help us. There's a lot of weird writing in here when they're talking about the ghost only come out when it's snowing and, and this weird shit. But then they see that. They kind of see that Crone, what's his name? Crona. Um, it's kind of stuck in in between the world and it's funny that iron man and, and superman fly into space to see the worlds yeah. colliding like i get superman going up there but iron man eh. he's the only one superman's that can fly flying fast superman's flying faster than you man i think he isn't he oh. the only i guess besides thor yeah but well, i do like this spider-man interview with Clark kent that's great mm-hmm Again, one of the only times we see <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, this is the second of second of three times. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Yeah, there's just kind of a lot of weird stuff happening in this part of the book. Yeah, so apparently Scarlet Witch and and Hal Jordan work together to separate the worlds again. It's a lot of like situational things just to put this just to just eh, don't think too much about it. Just keep the story going. Mm hmm. That was the main problem I was having is that it was so they they do separate the worlds again. But then, you know, JLA, <laughs> hey, we found a way to teleport back in. No problem. Well, there's this weird panel. There's this weird panel that I couldn't get over of Captain America where 
in one panel he's looking at Jarvis, <laughs> and then in the next panel he's looking at Iron Man. It's like, why would you do that? Yeah, his eyes are looking in two different directions. <laughs> why would you do that panel? That's great. That I didn't notice that. That's hilarious. Like, why? Why would you instead of the print be like, yeah, that's looks, fine. Looks great. It's clever. <laughs> I like this other Hawkeye uniform. They they get radioed in and they're in like they're super. I don't even know what era. Yeah, you, you got it had to be early nineties because it's Cap in the Nomad U.S. Agent outfit. Is that Cap or is that? I thought that was just U.S. Agent. Uh, I guess it could be. Yeah, I guess it is just U.S. Agent. Because Cap is still there. Mm-hmm. And Tigra and somebody shooting ray guns at people. <laughs> Why is Batman sipping tea, man? That just seems like a weird. That just seems like a weird panel. It is a very strange panel. He loves his tea. We see Phantom Stranger showed up. Shows up. This is also the beard era because you got a very detailed aquaman beard and then a very detailed thor beard yeah <laughs> next panel. basically the same character the stranger yeah. the phantom stranger looked like tuxedo mask to me he doesn't like tuxedo mask and i yeah. love tuxedo mask i don't know anything about that character it's kind of funny but i i love these i would say some of the strongest panels in this whole series are these cosmic like weird labyrinthian mc yep. escher panels uh yeah i agree very cool you get this like basically corpse grandmaster grandmaster corpse that's my rap name <laughs> i like it basically you learn that he's been holding this all together and then you get freaking um the dad from full from family matters Dude, oh my god i just i was just <laughs> thinking that i was about to say chrono looks exactly like <laughs> Carl, what's his name? Carl Reginaldville Johnson. Yeah. Reginaldville Johnson. I think that's his name. Well, I mean, what's the anyway? Yes. So the dad, yes, from Family Man. Looks Carl exactly. Winslow. That's it. Looks exactly like <laughs> yeah. Carl Winslow. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. You get Reginaldville Johnson as the bad guy, and um, I don't know, man. It's just a lot of stuff that just happens. Uh, this panel is great, where you have all of the league and avengers members looking up mm-hmm. yes and they have all these different events happening that actually happen you, know, you got better Ray bill beating thor you have the kree you have thunderbolts i mean you have so many great moments throughout the history of both companies yeah a lot of cover take the words things. out of that take a take the words out of that and that'd be a solid poster <laughs> But then that's the that's what the next couple you got a stew. (laughs) (laughs) That's the next couple of panels, though, is just that, and I do find this really interesting. It's one of it's in the popcorn action flick issue. This is the thing that I found most interesting Mm -hmm. is that these characters, sort of out of time, are seeing these events. Uh, So you see Thunderstrike taking over as Thor, and Thor doesn't know who that is. Right. Um, you see the new Justice League, which becomes Justice League International. And Batman's like, why am I with all of those losers? <laughs> you know, you have Mr. Miracle, Blue Beetle, Guy Gardner. That was the Justice League for a little bit. Batman's like, who the fuck is that? I like, uh, yeah, you see, Shazam in there. You see, but, well, you hold see on. Iron, Iron Man Cap. Yeah, that's the worst. Uh, there, there, 
what I find interesting is that earlier in this same series, those characters knew those things they'd already come to pass. But now at this point, because they're merging together in time, it's kind of weird. Some of these characters are earlier versions of themselves, even if earlier in this same series, they already knew these events to come to pass. But yeah, that, that, yeah. uh, And it is like you said, it's so weird because it is out of time. So like we have Aquaman that, that he's dressed as the Aquaman with one hand, but he's seeing the the moment where his hand gets eaten by the piranhas, and so it's just so it's a weird thing of like uh, maybe because they're out of time and they've been changing so much that they're they're like a template version of that character. You see Vision before he got his mind wiped, um, where he was still in love with Wanda. You see him getting which they have like a mullet Wonder Man, Wonder Man back there. Mm-hmm where he sort of gets his mind from, he finds out that his kids are fake. Barry Allen sees himself die. The the weird baby hands guy. Strange. Yeah, yeah that's what happened in the book. It was weird. It was so weird. You see, the Batman thing is weird to me because like, when is this Batman then? Because Jason Todd happens a while ago, breaking the bat, Azrael taking over, or very close into continuity. No. Yeah, it's this then, earlier. I guess this is earlier than all those moments. Yeah, I don't know. Death of Superman. Oh, is <laughs> you that get what that's like? No, no, that was uh, the Ragnarok, I think. Oh, I see. It's down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get Death of Superman, you know, Doomsday, but then you get this weird before Heroes Reborn, the the big deal was that they had this crazy event called the Crossing where Iron Man was evil the entire time throughout Marvel history. He was an agent of Kang, and then he betrayed all the Avengers and everything, and then he died, and they replaced him with teenage Tony. Mm. They took the Tony out of time before Kang corrupted him, and he came to the main time. And it was just this terrible event, and that's where they, and all these other terrible events were going on, that's where they sort of created the the Heroes Reborn <laughs> Oh, I also thought terrible Mark. I I thought that Heroes Reborn Tony was the young. Is he not teenage Tony? He's not in Heroes Reborn. He's not teenage Tony. Oh, okay. But then that's where Onslaught Onslaught came, and he was like, "Ah, we're gonna reboot everything again." <laughs> yeah, and then you get Hal Jordan going through his Michael Jordan phase, becoming Parallax, and becoming the Spectre. <laughs> Michael Jordan, because all the rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. I loved these two pages. Um seeing these characters again it is, i don't really know where they are but seeing the characters go through all these emotions was pretty cool to me yeah i agree the, i'm still stuck on the baby hands <laughs> so weird and then them being like we don't know what's going on but obviously everything works out except for aquaman he's still clutching his hand i was about to say he's really obsessed with that hand Which, I <laughs> it's mean, like jesus I, I guess i would be too and then they finally work together. Yeah, they're on this cool computer monitor screen. God, I don't think that. Oh, that's Metron's computer, I guess. Mm-hmm. That extends out of his chair. That's how you know it's new oh. technology. It extends out of your chair. Yeah, that's what I need here. Bom, that bom, is bom, the bom, end bom. of issue number three. All right, let's bring this baby home. Let's bring it home, man. The Jala Jaw Rule Avengers issue four. 
Celebrate the finale of the biggest crossover in comics history, the world's greatest team-up of Earth's Mightiest Zero Climax, with the fate of both universes oh. hanging in the <laughs> hanging in the balance. This one is all cramped full of everything you read comics for. Eesh. Yeah, which means not nonsense. <laughs> I mean, crammed climax. What else could you put in there? Let's talk about the. This cover is one of the best covers in comic book history. Is it? <laughs> you have Superman with Thor's hammer and Cap Shield. It makes no sense for him to have Cap Shield. He's also so. There's a lot of I've noticed in this. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I so I agree with that. Sorry, I didn't mean to just move on with the point. But <laughs> you're uh, like, yeah, actually, that no one cares about that. <laughs> he's got a weird square kneecap too. But this is, I guess, the era mm. of after Death of Superman. It's like, yeah, just rip his costume a little bit. Let's see that hairy chest. Yeah. Yeah, let's see that nip. Let's just let's bring this thing home. What you? <laughs> this is all one big ass fight. Even more. What characters could you see? Because I see Daredevil. I see my boy Night Thrasher. Mm-hmm. Speedball. Yeah. Spider Man has webbed up these people to save them from the fire, which is weird. I like this particular Spider Man design. Yeah, me too. Something about just those two panels. He looks great. But okay, third time we see Spider-Man, so that's it. I like that Captain Britain's like, we gotta save the monuments. Yeah, I gotta save Stonehenge. You know, people are dying, but you know, Stonehenge. You got that crappy dude that wants to kill all the mutants. Trask, or is that? Yeah, he's always. No, I think that's uh, Creed. Not Creed. Someone's gonna leave an angry comment about who that is. Please do. And uh, let us know <laughs> while we're stupid. It's Creed. It's, my, it's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Creed from The Office. I didn't know it was Halloween. But then you got, How convenient. But then you got these then you got these Teen Titan members. I Jericho do. always. I'll never not think Jericho looks silly. I don't know which one. Who's that? Jericho is the blonde guy with the oh yeah long white gypsy shirt. The Shakespeare outfit. I I love this cyborg. <laughs> I will always love that cyborg. That's my favorite cyborg. Mm-hmm. I think they overdo it now. I think they make him look too robotic now. Yeah, I like when he's just wearing like a knee brace and an arm brace and yeah. the half row. Uh, yeah, there's like like you said, there's so much here, and it is really cool that it is about kind of finding who your favorite character is um vision has an issue where he's like oh but my you know my family um my kids we do this you're gonna lose my kids yeah then green superman's like stop green superman martian manhunter is green superman Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) when telekinesis one of my favorite honestly martian manhunter's one of my favorite uh characters but yes i love him man with that thick brow he's overpowered Mm-hmm. He's just, at, at this point Krona Krona is looking only like Carl Winslow <laughs> yeah, they were like he latched onto that design they're like if we're going to make this shit a movie original Bill Johnson is going to be <laughs> I got just the guy he's going to be the main villain he was great in Die Hard so they there's a great <laughs> go ahead well Go, you you go first. You go first. There's a great moment where they're strategizing on what they're going to do. And they said, look, we need to make one team. Who is going to be the leader of the super team? Captain, everyone's like, it's going to be Superman, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. super, it's everyone, like all the B-listers and everything. They're like, yeah, it's got to be fucking Superman, right? 
and no one wants to say it because obviously Captain America is there too. And so Superman's like, I believe it should be you, Captain America. Yeah. I feel like that I was like, he just you. threw him a ball. <laughs> also, Janet has a tiny chair. I thought that was great. And it's floating. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But why then, add legs to it if it's floating? I was wondering, I, I was sitting there, I was like, maybe it's a floating chair, but why does it have legs? She's flapping her leg. She's flapping her wings real hard. And she's gripping the... <laughs> she's gripping it. <laughs> uh, oh my god. I like that. I hate the ship. Yeah, it's really silly looking. But I do like that once they're at this level, everybody's working together to the point where Batman doesn't have his cowl or cape on anymore. Still got the gloves. Um, Aquaman has the ponytail, put his hair in a ponytail. Yeah, everybody takes off their... Nobody's wearing their masks or helmets or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of funny. We learned that Barry Allen has gloves. It's not just like an all-one-piece suit. It's actual gloves. I mean... Be kind of difficult to have a one piece suit. Difficult? I mean, maybe it shoots yeah. out of a ring. So, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah, imagine okay, be okay with it. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of great moments in between. Again, Superman and Captain America being the people that have been in touch, like totally conflicted this entire book, apologize to each other. <clears throat> I like this moment and, between uh, Barry Allen and uh, Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan, where they're like, "Hey, you know, we're probably gonna die, but I guess yeah, it's worth like, it. we just watch ourselves die numerous times." Um, Wally West looks cool. He's like, "Yeah, Kyle Rayner looks cool too." We're, I guess, I guess it's fine if we die. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cap is like, "Listen, uh, I need you to." I need you to take all the damage. Superman. <laughs> and uh, if it helps, you can use my shield. He's like, uh, fuck it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this feels great. I'm honored. It's like yeah, it's a piece of metal, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's like now your hand is occupied. You were Superman. <laughs> he accidentally punches um, through the shield when he sends me. They build a... They use... It's a very weird situation. They use... The energy from Mjolnir, Iron Man's beep, boop, beep, beep, just pressing some buttons and they build an altered, <laughs> they build like an altered uh, cosmic treadmill that the Flash is known for having, which I've, I've always loved that that was his thing. Like that was his time travel device as a treadmill. Yeah. I don't like these. I don't know. I just hate the ship. I hate that it has so many fins and then everything's like Aquaman themed. Well, it's a, yeah, Atlantean ship. Like all the chairs have are like coral, sh- <laughs> coral shell. Oh, gross! Yeah, they're like shell. <laughs> I yeah. So, so they make it. They find out that Cronus Palace base is basically a hull of a Galactus, which is kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, it's overdone at this point. But well, this is before it's been overdone. But I feel like this was the start of it. Uh, poor Galactus. Yeah. They, I like all the henchmen. Like they're like the shittiest henchmen. I love it. I AIM love that members. they use all the henchmen. Yeah, Aim Hydra, everybody. I love that they use all of them. They kind of got the JLA JLA members. Kind of got the shaft with this Avengers assemble moment. Yeah, Cap's the leader, so they were like, "Yeah, guess what? We're Avengers," and everybody screams it. Avengers assemble, mm-hmm. and then Wanda's like, or not Wanda. Janet's like, and the Justice League. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, the Justice League. I like the Molman, like from The Simpsons. Oh God, those poor guys. Just getting ripped. Aquaman's like, oh, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take on the Molman. Yeah, I, I got him. <laughs> is there water around here? You may got a bottle of water. <laughs> Superman is just beating the shit out of people with that shield too. It's a great moment. Mm-hmm. Batman does his thing though. He's like, um, I'm gonna go over here where the shadows are. Yeah, <laughs> I am the knight. There's another cosmic kind of switch over moment and where Scarlet Witch was there. Now Clint Barton is just there again. He's just now Hawkeye is back. Yeah. There's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Iron Man's got a different armor on. So everybody switched costumes. Now Yellow Jacket's there instead of Ant-Man. So. Um, yeah, we see the the Royal Flush game. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I've always, I, you know, even reading this back in the day, the Royal Flush Gang was totally like uh, something I never paid attention to until um, Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That whole era, uh, and it's so weird to see them back then and how stupid they look. Yeah, there's another, but it's also great. It's, I, I don't want to say stupid like I hate it. I love it. Yeah, it's just silly. Yeah, silly themed characters. This. There's a there's another one I can't remember this character's name, but they're fighting a lot of bees like Grey Gargoyle. Um, oh, yeah, Dragon Man. Oh, is that sorry? Yeah, Dragon Man, and then the guy with like the cement hair. I can't re- head. <laughs> I can't remember what that guy's called, but he's got like awesome a def- Andy. Huh? Awesome Andy. That's his name. <laughs> I think it's Awesome Android, but oh. then he becomes a character. Um, awesome i'm looking it up before we get the angry comments well yeah awesome android it's funny because he's got like it's i've always thought it was a funny character i have hero clicks of him but he's got like a well-defined body like he's usually drawn pretty strong whatever like a loincloth and he just has these like two lips for a head yeah awesome man he's a great character and maybe not great character again i like silly great characters yeah i don't know who this gold guy is though with a with a very prominent god piece. Uh it's Gold Gary. Awesome Andy Gold Gary. <laughs> it's the Golden God. <laughs> the Golden God. He's fish related. <laughs> I like how Batrock the Leaper is the one that gets the the hit on Batman. The only real hit on Batman in this yeah. entire book. Right. He's the stupidest character, Batrock the Leaper. Why did every character have Wolverine eyes to lesser degrees? Yeah. Like they Why all not? had it. And he had a very distinct bad guy mustache. There was no way he was ever going to turn over to be a good guy. Right. He's very French. <laughs> very French. Everybody knows how we feel about the French over here. Yeah, gross. Uh, Black Knight. <laughs> Batman is going from bat to yellow symbol, which I love both of those. Mm-hmm. But I, I like the I like the yellow around it. I kind of yeah. If it's that kind of bat, yes. If it's the more elongated, I always like just the black on gray. Yeah, we get the '90s Hercules with like the long flowing hair and the weird metal vest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very strange. Pockets, yeah. pockets on pockets. This is Captain America, I think. Hmm. As uh, this is, so it looks like U.S. agent, but oh, I think yes. this is actually Captain America because he's still coordinating the fight. Yeah, that's cool. 
Yeah. It's uh, you know, you know, we're getting real close to talking about the greatest moment in this comic book. Hmm. I know when you saw it, you were like, oh, shit. <laughs> so we get my second favorite Superman right now. Superman Thorified. We get mullet Superman. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss. Such a great era of Superman. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and I mean, it's just it, it. It goes back to how we talk in numerous episodes about like that's sort of our era. Like that's what we grew up. It was long hair Superman. Mm-hmm. It's good to see him. They're fighting. Who knows? They're just beating the shit out of like Whirlwind and There's, Crusher Creel. We so we see Shocker. Uh, this is right before that. We see Shocker, and later we see Rhino. So at that point, we've seen more Spider-Man villains than Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, we right. don't ever see Green Goblin or anything like that. But it's kind of funny that they're. I didn't even century. notice Shocker until just now. And do you think, like, I don't think that Shocker would have anything to do, most of these villains I don't think would have anything to do with this guy. No. It doesn't no. make a lot of I sense. I think he just pulled a bunch of them. Yeah. And then they're still somehow seeing, so is this, are these things happening? Like, the Flash's suit just drops to the ground, Hawkeye's suit just, or his yeah, they get fried, just man. He's, he saves him they're fighting. Uh, oh, I didn't. Okay, no, okay, you're right. I didn't pull that together. I, I'm looking at it as you see how there's like the weird lenses, like Cap's watching it through. Mm, yes, these weird monitors. I thought it was just like another time lapse. I I didn't realize that they did just get zapped. Yeah, we get uh, Hal Jordan, aka Kyle Rayner, shoots a bunch of tampons at these androids. Or Advil pills. Yeah, I guess they could who be. shoots who shoots him though? Yeah, I couldn't connect that. Who actually shot the guys and then vaporized them? They were shooting. I had no idea who. He just destroys them though. Whoever it is is completely. Yeah, you, get, you get Hal Jordan, Parallax, Kyle Rayner are still cosmified. <laughs> and then I like that you get all the different versions of the Adam. You got Adam was like a tribal warrior. At a time, and then you get this Adam from the 90s, obviously, mm. with like the jacket. Mm-hmm. That was great. Gotta have a jacket. Lots of great moments, man. That's it, all this is. It almost becomes a little overwhelming. Like, as we're, as we're talking, because we read it, that yeah. looks like, that almost looks like Spider-Man. But anyway, we're as no, we read it. You're talking about Black Suit? Yeah. That's Doorman. Shut up. <laughs> I know. I know, I know you think I'm making that up, but that's Doorman from the uh, Great Lakes Avengers. Oh, God, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, you got Ryan, you got Big Marta. Yeah, uh, who's the and gorilla? I suit? only say I only say that's Doorman because in the top left you have um, Impossible Man fighting like a werewolf, mm-hmm. or in, the Immortal Man fighting like a werewolf, and he's part of the Justice or the. Great Lakes Avengers. They as got well. D Man. Where's D Man at? He's right below. The guy you were just talking about. He's not wearing his hat, but he's got a shirt that oh, says yeah. D on it. <laughs> <laughs> you got D Man. There's so many great characters in this. Machine Man. Who's the white gorilla? Is that from Deathstroke? Uh, that's right Gorilla. There? That's a Gorilla Man from Black Panther. Umbaku. Okay, that's what I thought. I was trying to think about what his name is in the MCU, but yeah, Umbaku. You got Stingray there at the bottom panel. Why is he there? He can only swim fast. Deathstroke is right there too. Turn back. Anyway, the point is, 
We also there's a lot going on. The guy with the purple, what's his name? We were talking about him the other day, weren't we? The Machine Man. That's who you were it's talking fit. about. Uh, yeah, Machine Man. Machine Man's a great character. But and Hulk's in here for like a second. But it's Stupid. overwhelming because we're sitting here. We read the book, and as you're reading it, you know, kind of you have to read through it quickly, right? It's this long ass book. But now yeah. we're trying not to be boring. Just where's Waldoing this? Um, yeah, well, and it's weird because now we're just looking, actually looking. At yeah, it. Garrick, Jay Garrick is there. I like this. There's a panel where somebody I, I don't know who this is but they're like captain marvel look out and it's actually captain marvel and captain marvel i like that moment that was kind of funny yeah that was back before they changed him to shazam yeah and um it looks like what's the guy's name in the suicide squad polka dot man polka dot man it looks like they're blasting polka dot man yeah he's getting really messed up i don't know who that chick is but uh right behind it's dr light oh uh, dr light uh Sinestro's right behind her. Yeah, it was cool that she did the Captain Marvel thing and they're both that they both say things. That's cool. Yeah, and they're fighting each other's well, Ronan the Executioner, I guess he's Marvel's villain, and then he's fighting yeah, he's Black a Cree, Adam. Cree bad guy. Uh yeah, Hulk's in there, doesn't do shit else. You see Bloodwin, which Bloodwin's cool, but he's a character that got nixed pretty quick. They're they're at this point they're just putting characters in here just to to do it. Right. Prometheus, Batman, bad guy, but then you get all these like shadow characters to help Batman. You get Black Panther, Huntress, Black Widow. They all work together. Yeah, Prometheus. I I only know him from the video. He wasn't in the video game, but he was like one of the character files you could find in the first Arkham game. Yeah. He's a great Batman villain. But then Carl Winslow gets superpowered somehow. He's figured it out. He's cracked the code. Mm-hmm. This oh. is when San- Sandman's also a, a a good guy in this part. Sandman. And this is another another Sinister Six member. Sandman oh. was part of the Avengers at this point. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I wondered about that because he's fighting Scorpion. So again, we've yeah, now seen good... more Spider-Man villains than Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, and then we get the greatest superhero of all time. Blue Electric Blue Superman. My favorite version of Superman. The entire time I was reading this, I was like, I don't remember if he's in this or not. There he is. is. There he is. Right next to And he's with Cool Great (laughs) The Great Thor. Uh which is Eric Masterson. It's not even that's not even Thor Thor. That's um Thunderstrike took over as Thor. That's what he looks like. So that's weird. And that's why he says he wore the full mask, which I don't know why, because he transforms into Thor, which (laughs) it's dumb. Maybe it's like a subconscious thing. But that's why he says, Who are you? Because it's not the Thor that they've been fighting with the entire time. I thought and it was also, because it's... And also, yeah, it's like a double thing. And also because Superman's now blue. Well, there's another thing. So the shield disappears too because that they're in the era where Captain America had like a laser see-through shield or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Hate it. <laughs> I hate it too. I love it. It's just a bunch of just punches at this point. Yeah, man. It's All punches for like two pages. It's a lot. And then we get this weird panel of like Marvel Eternity making love in the middle of all this fight to the DC universe. Well, kind of. It, does, it seems like they are, but it also, you know, they're like trapped. So it's. They're definitely sucking face. Yeah. But it seems. They show them in another. They show them in another panel where they're kissing and they're like longing for each other when they get ripped apart. 
Mm. Non-consensual. So there's, like, so there's like banging in the middle of this. We huh. get another favorite. This is this is becoming my favorite crossover of all time because we get modular armor Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So good. And then again, it's just more punches, man. This whole the next like four pages are just punches and punches and punches. I do, I do like that Aquaman. There's all these uh, kind of sea related enemies, um, probably from Marvel, I guess. But that Aquaman just controls them. He's like, yeah, I mean, I can control yeah. them. It's a little harder because they're not just fish, but yeah. Yeah, that's where he has his, his water hand that I was talking about. Yeah, water hand is kind of neat. Where he's super powerful. I do like that Superman holding the shield, uh, the shield changes. So it went away when it was the proto shield. And then now it's the triangular shield from like early Captain America. Mm-hmm. The tri, tri shield. It's lame. it's lame that he's still using it. Gotta have some piece of him in there. I guess, yeah. And uh, Superman gets mad, but also Thor is catching a beatdown from all these random stupid villains. <laughs> Amazo. Stilt Man. Giant Robot. I just like the weirdest villains. And uh, he throws this, sh- this hammer to Cap. And so now you have this Captain America with the hammer. It's like a nerd moment. It's like a thing that you write when you're in third grade, <laughs> like you and your friends are talking about superheroes and you're like, well, what if I was Superman and I had Thor's hammer and Captain America's shield? Yeah. You would be Superman with Thor's hammer and Captain America's shield. <laughs> yeah. You'd still be Superman. And, uh, I hate the beast. I hate cat face beast, but they throw him in there. I like cat face beast. Yeah. Uh, I like old school beast. Like the one they showed at the beginning of this. Like the man with just hairy arms and legs? Yeah. Then we get just this explosion, but we also get... They're like... At this point, they're they're like, what characters haven't we put in this book yet? Yeah, they're like, uh, throw in Kilowog. Let's throw in... They have the old school... At, uh, Charlie 23 from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> which one is that one? He's the guy with the star on his head. Um... I'm looking at this panel with Kilowog, the very bottom. It, it's Mr. Miracle. Oh, and okay. Charlie 23 and then uh, Amazing Man or Animal Man. Well, they have. Okay. And they have the original version of. I can't remember the what, what the blue skin guy from Guardians of the Galaxy with the fin. Oh, head. yeah. Yeah. Damn. What does it say? Damn. Angry comment number three for the day. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. It's only because we're going through so many characters that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damn, yeah, no. Keep going. They have Aztec the Ultimate Man in there. That was a very 90s character. Oh, I remember you talking about that the other day. The weird sun head. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of going so many through weird doorways. This, yeah, it's so much. It is so much. Um, but then we're coming to a peak. Like it's turning into it's gonna be you know, they've got seconds left before the universes merge and everything kind of blows up. But lo and behold, Hawkeye and Wally West now, I believe again, weren't they're not yeah. dead. They didn't die. Uh they cracked Flash, I saw you die. <clears throat> yeah, they, they cracked this weird globe 
and it releases the universes and well well i think barry allen died no they didn't die I, no they didn't die you're right that's because it was hawkeye too yeah you're right yeah they were just hiding out like weirdos <clears throat> yeah but so that's i mean there's a lot of stuff that's how they this. win yeah that's how they win and then everybody just sort of like all right bye guys oh hal jordan as the specter splits the worlds apart mm-hmm. and you know they're just again sort of having that last ending of the movie moment where everybody's high-fiving each other and stuff cat or superman tries to lift up thor's hammer can't do it anymore um the lovers eternity and the dc universe they have to leave each other forever yeah man they they can no longer suck face and then you get the salute from Captain America, the soldier, and yeah. Superman, the soldier. Yeah, right. Oh, man. Yeah, and then you got this weird dialogue between these outerversal characters that nobody really cares about. And that is it. It's a, it's a very... Uh, that, that's issue four. And that's the end of the book. Right. Final thoughts, Simon. It's a lot. Yeah, it was neat overall. I mean, is it my favorite? Uh, but <laughs> it was certainly an interesting book. When you when you look at it through the lens of like the first big crossover, it's kind of cool. If you were like back in 2003 reading is it like, oh, wow, this is something that's happening. It's kind of cool. Now, maybe not so much. Yeah. Maybe not so much, <laughs> but, but I mean, it's, it was well illustrated and it's a neat idea. I mean, just like we were talking about in our thick cut episode with Batman, you know, Bane is brand new. It's just, if you put yourself at the place of time, certainly, certainly yeah. cool. So, yeah, I agree. And the art again, top tier. This is what I think about when I think about Avengers art and, um, the J the Justice League art is is just as good. I mean, I know George Perez did all of it, but this is the George Perez is the artist that I really grew up reading comic books on. So, um, that was the easy callback for me. Mm-hmm. And the game earlier when I was thinking about Super Nintendo game was Marvel Superheroes in War of the Gems. Ah, yeah, that's what it was. And the character we were talking about that we couldn't remember is Yondu. Yondu. So there it is. Um, overall, I enjoyed it because it was, it's just sort of silly popcorn. Again, it's like a popcorn film to me. Yeah. It was it was good to look at. There wasn't a lot of... I, I'm not going to lie. When I was reading it, I didn't really read a lot of the, the last issue. <laughs> it was just... Yeah. There was no real point for it, man. No... It was getting confusing. And what I liked the most about this whole series was the um, kind of the the changing of eras and how like the costumes would change in the middle of panels and stuff like that. Like that was cool. It's a very historical book. Same. Uh, reading the solicitations, now I see that their saving grace was like every character is in this book. Hmm. 
<laughs> it made them they made sure that that was the thing every character was going to be in this book i dare you to say that they aren't um <laughs> so there's that i yeah. enjoyed it i was it was a long read it was a long book Oof. yeah but um i wasn't mad at it and again it's for a good cause we will have the um donation link in the show notes, it doesn't go to us. It'll be straight to the nonprofit that that goes directly to George Perez. So check that out if you haven't had a chance to give to that yet. Let's uh, grade this thing. Pull off that big floppy board of yours. Floppy board. I'll let you go first, man. Oh man, it's kind of—I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I—I'll give it a. Uh, I'll give it an H3. It's not bad, but it's a lot. There's a lot going on. Maybe a two, too well done. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking the same vein. I didn't hate it. I actually really enjoyed it. I loved it. It's one of my favorite crossovers because it's so silly and it's so zany. And for the fact that it is raising money for one of the legends, I'm going to give it a... Uh, it's tough. I'm gonna give it a G six. G six. I don't hate it. That's a that's a piece of toast. It's yeah. toasted. Oof, that's a little toasted, man. It's like a, a little toasted, like it's a cheese a stick. <clears throat> that's a lot. I'll eat it, and I won't be mad that I ate it. But might it's a to, lot. Might have to scrape a little off. You got to eat it fresh out of the toaster too, because if you give it too long, <laughs> yeah, if you give it too long, yeah. That's why you had to read this in 2003 to really appreciate it. If you wait <laughs> until 2022, you might not like it as much. That's a good. Perfect. I like it. It's good. The perfect. And again, this whole this whole episode was just so that I could uh, flex that I got a copy. I'm one in 7,000 people in the United States that have a copy. So Lex is flexing. Uh, take that. Take that. My flex moment. All right. Again, I've said it multiple times. The link to the hero hero initiative donation will be in the show notes. Please uh, check it out. At least George Perez is a legend as far as the comic community goes. So do what you can. And if you can't, that's totally understandable. We got, all got bills. Gas is expensive. You know, yeah, <laughs> man. Gas is Yikes. expensive. Sabe, where can the people find you? You can find me all places uh i think under sime underscore on underscore toast you can find my website at simon toy portraits um if you want to look at some of my work if you want to commission some work let me know i'll do it for you where can they find you we have a website we have a website wednesdaypool.com we have a lot of stuff on there check it out if you can we if you're on tiktok we have a new tiktok account called wednesday pool clips check it out follow us it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna we got some good videos planned for that and uh yeah that's really it once they pull everywhere else if you're not following us by now you're a loser yeah what are you even doing and uh we'll see you next week for a way lighter book i assume i hope it's <laughs> my plan so uh we're circling the drain and we'll see you guys next time later later